Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Nitrogen Podcast. Yes, we're still in 1996, it's still NWO territory, but we're here at a place that I want to be with two of my favourite people of all time, Mr. Brian, the Dangerous One Bradshaw, and of course, the beautiful Beth Blade McDonald. Um, she's going to count us in, we're going to do this as a watch-along, and then we're going to say hi properly. So, Beth, if you could please take it away. We'll get this party rolling. Can I count? Yeah, yeah, I can count. So, <laughs> one, two, three, go. Not the I traditional count. Yeah, I would, I would just about to point that out. It's like, <laughs> that was the weirdest counting ever. <laughs> it was, yeah. Normally people go three, two, one, go. And Beth's like, one, two, three, go. It wouldn't be Beth Blade if it wasn't completely fucking different. Let's just but, cut all this hey. out and just say, we like to do things a little bit different here on the Nitrogen Podcast. <laughs> well, we do. We're not we're not a typical WCW podcast, are we? Let's be honest. I mean, 20% of the podcasts aren't even WCW anymore, so... That's true. That's why true. do it? So, what we are seeing right now is we're seeing Sting commandeer the cop car in his six... <laughs> Brian loves this. Six-star rated GTA moment. Uh, it was quite hilarious what what's going on with the giant i have not seen this no you haven't you've been you've been you're missing all sorts but obviously you've seen i've seen sting little, being little bits of really this. bad uh, this happened on saturday night i'm destroying uh, lex luger's car which uh, we haven't covered uh, sadly but we don't cover saturday much. night <laughs> no uh, and to be fair the network hasn't updated them yet because they're still in 1993 i think they haven't uploaded any of the other ones oh fireworks it's like a kiss concert <laughs> Really? This is WCW <laughs> in 1996. Fucking hell. Kiss, Kiss stole the idea from WCW, I'm telling you. <laughs> with the amount of fireworks that TNT have got. Does Beth know there is a crossover with Kiss and WCW? Beth I watched it as watched a child. watched it live, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, just thought I'd get that out of the way. Bloody Speaking hell. of which, Tony Schiavone, and they're all suited up, by the way, Tony Schiavone here, um... I, I did let the cat out of the bag with regards to AEW. Apparently, AEW using a bit of Kiss music um, in the breaks or something like that because they have split screen breaks, don't they? So they've been using Kiss music in these uh, split screen breaks, and everybody's putting it down to Shivani because he's a massive Kiss nerd. Well, he can be my friend. Shivani can be everybody's friend because he's a nice guy. Yeah, you just got to be careful with Tony. According to Adam Cole, he likes to. Uh, Hit on other people's women, even though he's happily married. <laughs> oh. okay. What we know of, anyway. Let's yeah. hope he never hears this, then, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam, so Cole, Adam Cole. Adam Cole said Cole. that on AWTV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it might be. A, yeah, it might be a work though. Yeah. He, well, it is a thing though, Beth. Is this is why you've got to be careful what you say because obviously you had the earliest Beth Blade, which is BB. And Adam Cole's girlfriend is Britt Baker, and that's who he is apparently sweet on. So, he, he might just like oh, the yeah. initials. Hey, he might like me. That's a thing. I told you he might like you, Brian. Yeah. Uh, so, this Sting thing, I can't work if it's real, or I can't figure out whether it's a work. <laughs> and Luger knows. It's wrestling. <laughs> so, you're... Um, your your theory is we watched the end of you all completely destroy Lex Luger's Lincoln. Yes, LL was going to have an L as a car, and the Giants just walking on it and destroying it. Your theory was that Sting 
it's an inside job from Sting, and Sting's pretending to beat up Lex Luger to be inside the NWO, to infiltrate the NWO. Yes, basically. but That's Le- he's not pretending. He is actually beating Lex up, but Lex knows about what he's doing. Maybe. So that's your theory. I like a theory. In this wonderful world of wrestling. Um, I just don't like the uh, the thought of Sting being a bad guy in a turncoat. I don't like it. Well. I know he goes all dark. Goes all dark, but, well, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? We're going to find out, and it's going to be very, very soon now, because this is... As we've said before, I mean, I've been counting down the days and the episodes to this pay-per-view because this is the moment where, you know, WCW on a coin flip completely changes the, the, the dynamic of wrestling as a whole. Yes, they're winning the ratings battle. Yes, the WWF's in a bit of a, a, a downturn, if you want to call Precarious it that. Precarious position. Yeah, but this pay-per-view is where things start to go really, really well for WCW. Um and to be honest, I've forgotten the entire card, uh, <laughs> which is a bonus now because everything's going to be a surprise. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, guys, um, I I cannot be impartial here. I am wearing my NWO t-shirt, so. <laughs> I love the fact that you've got one now. I'm not... just so happy. Hey, it's as if that last episode uh, where we saw uh, the NWO street team, as we call them, hanging uh advertising the t-shirts and all that and then the end we were advertising the t-shirts it's almost as if it had an influence on me uh, have, yeah. yeah even it, though it was from 1996 <laughs> also also i'd ordered my t-shirt before i actually saw those advertisements but in kayfabe oh. in kayfabe if you want to go kayfabe it influenced me that's the one we want to go for that's the main thing and there's plenty of nwo shirts in that arena now um of course there's two rings as well if you're watching along at home uh, this is DDP versus Chavo Guerrero who's got a goatee and I'm sure he's only like fucking 12 at this point so fair play to getting the goatee that early Mark Curtis the referee sadly no longer with us uh, two rings so this isn't World War 3 which is a, a shit. monumentously awful pay-per-view <laughs> that WCW put on yeah, the fact that you actually continue your sentence after I said, ah, shit, which is an apt description. <laughs> it, it just was. It was a steaming pile of shit. Yes, it was, yeah. Um, but this is full brawl, of course, because War Games is two rings in a big fuck-off cage. Of course, everybody knows about the WWE variation, but to me, it, it just doesn't hold a candle to, to the nostalgia that a War Games at full brawl has. Don't get me wrong, I like the Elimination Chamber, which was covered in the past uh, on, on this podcast. But yeah, it's... it's. I don't know. I suppose the Elimination Chamber had a little bit too much going on in it, whereas this is very basic. There's a roof on a cage, five people go in, five people go in, you face each other, and whoever gets... I'm pretty sure it's a pinfall. Whoever wins, wins. It's just a fight. See, I thought you were going to go with the NXT um, War Games matches, which are, it's the same concept, except the cage is just a little bit smaller and there's no roof on it. Yeah, so I've not seen them yet. I, I saw the cage and I saw the arena, and I still dig the. Just NXT so everybody arenas. knows, DDP is getting battered. Oh, he's getting he's getting demolished here. DDP is is just taking that heat. Um. But yeah, I've not seen the actual match, uh, but I have seen the outweigh, and it does look pretty cool. Uh, they've had a fair few matches now. Um, 
I can't. I couldn't really pick one off the top of my head that I, I like the most. Unfortunately, they they all got a little bit too samey. But I think that's the problem with having them annually and WWE not really realizing that less is more. I think mm. obviously I don't know if WCW had them annually or not, but they also had different variations which I do know of. But you also got to factor in that they were having two every takeover after the second war games match they had i think i think they had two years where they did war games and then on the third uh, third pay-per-view the third year um where they had war games they had two war games matches which is a men's and a women's one so right yeah it it, it can be a little bit overkill but the women's one i actually really fucking enjoyed the it first got, the it fir- got good feedback from what i read yeah the first women's one yeah I actually dug no. the first one as well, but <laughs> have you seen the guy that's uh, dressed in like a blue, blue glittery vest, just walking down steps doing yeah. uh, oh, Scott Hall's poses? Oh, now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a Ric Flair like. behind. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, good effort. He was trying to shake somebody's hand there, and I thought he was just going to get um, out denied. I mean, Chavo all over DDP at this moment in time. This is fucking great. If you're going to dress up... He's Guerrero. He is a Guerrero, yeah. He's a Chavo yeah. Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero's nephew. N- nephew, yeah. Yeah. A lot of indistinct, if you will. Yes, the captions are on for this one, folks. We're going to see some interesting stuff because it is, of course, Dusty Rhodes, Bobby the Brain Heenan and Tony Schiavone on the commentary desk. And we all know, if you will... That's so, the food of my could you guys just you briefly will. run over how the Giant has ended up joining the NWO? Because I missed that. Okay, the, the Giant joined the NWO. It was pretty cool, actually. Um, I thought it was all right for... for um, it's not an announcement, is it? But, yeah, basically. Woo! Tilt-a-whirl into an arm drag. Very nice from Charvo. Um, The NWO come down. Really? He's doing this spot again? Oof. Aha. Okay. That could have gone wrong. Yeah. So it was the Horseman versus the Dungeon, was it? I think. Yep. That, um, that's and then the one. The NWO come down, take everybody out, uh, and it looks believable because the Giant's not there, and obviously the Giant's in the Dungeon of Doom. So the Giant comes down, and everybody's like, "Okay, he's here to save the Dungeon of Doom." He turns on the Dungeon of Doom, becomes the, N- the the newest member of the NWO. They all go up to the commentary desk, uh, and I'm pretty sure this is where the Giant falls off the commentary desk. <laughs> is that the same? <laughs> It was, the, it was the same week, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Um, pretty well done. It was pretty well done the way that they did it. Unfortunately, obviously, you've missed it. But Yeah, and it turns out, because they'd already announced a new member of the NWO, which is the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, not going by the mm. Million uh, Dollar Man moniker, because that is copyrighted by WWE, and they want to avoid a lawsuit. But they still kept the gimmick, but just by not acknowledging it, just acknowledging that he's rich, basically, which is really, really clever. And yeah. um, turns out he's financing the NWO, and he had encouraged the giant to join the NWO. He basically um, paid him off, essentially. Bribed him. And, yeah, bribed him. And Hogan had also bribed him by getting him a part in a film, which happened to yeah. be Jingle All The Way. 
because that's the only <laughs> film in 1996 that the giant was in. Uh, I don't even think he's in a film for years after that. Not until WWE Studios started up. I love that film. Yeah, and he's <laughs> he's in that as the you'll remember the very 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 tall Santa. So very, yeah, very tall Santa. Yeah, there's a very 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 tall Santa. Uh, you could say so, a giant Santa. It's literally like a 45 second fucking thing though. And he's, yeah, he's, he's it's not a cameo, and yeah. you know, uh, yeah. So in kayfabe, the giant joined the NWO so he could star in Arnold Schwarzenegger's hit movie, Jingle All the Way, for 45 seconds, yeah, something like that. I'm yeah. just thinking so. DDP. I like the realism. It though. should. It, it it shouldn't work. He he he's wearing neon pink. He's got a blonde mullet, and nobody should be able to pull that off. But he looks pretty fucking cool. He does. Yeah. I'm I'm really digging them tights, to be honest. Yeah. The the thing is, is his his whole persona in WCW was that he was just an everyday man. He's a you know, he, yeah. he was a blue collar man who happened to get rich and lose his money and get rich and then lose his money again, it seems. <laughs> but he, he he's just like the average bloke. He's, he, he looks average and he, he pretty much acts average, to be honest with you. You know, I think that's why they end up with the moniker the People's Champion eventually, before The Rock did it. Before The Rock, which is, uh, I find, absolutely fucking hilarious. Yeah, um... Yeah, that's why. That's just why it works. He's he's just believable as well. He's he's just a yeah. fan that if you know the real backstory of DDP, he's like he he became a wrestler. How old? Like thirty four years old. Something like that. You know, yeah. and you get wrestlers. You know, new wrestlers of that age nowadays. That it, it's quite common these days. Someone got, <sighs> you know, someone's an athlete with a strongman or something like that. Goes to, uh, that was to an average. The. <laughs> The performance <laughs> center gets trained, becomes a wrestler, like thirty-seven. Like even Batista were quite old when he became a wrestler. But back in the nineties, that wasn't common. Like they were no. wrestling from the teenage years, and he was just basically saying, like, because he, he got into the business because he met Jet uh, Jet Snake Roberts at his nightclub that he owned. Um, he became like a manager and a valet, uh, like not a literal valet, uh, you know, like a, a driver valet. And all that. He, he, he did a bit of that. Um, yeah, and just like, earned his dues. And then he started trying to be a wrestler and said, Yeah, I'm going to be wrestling. I'm going to be world champion. And people laughed at him for it. But he made it. You know, and he, and he did, did a it. fucking good job yeah, of it. it. Like you said, he paid his dues, didn't he? And he was, he was good mates with Bischoff even before like Bischoff was uh, rising to prominence in WCW. But Bischoff always stated, and obviously I've said this on the podcast before, but for best benefit, that he wouldn't promote him because he was his friend. It's as simple as that. If he's going to fucking do it, he's got to work his ass off. And, he, and Bischoff's even admitted, like, and other people have, like, reaffirmed this, that DDP had to work harder because he was Bischoff's mate. It never worked out in his favour, which normally it would. You'd always put your friends over. Um, but DDP had to... And that elbow, that was legit. I don't care what anybody says. That went straight. He's fucking talking to him right now. You can tell, like, Dude, that fucking hurt. Leave me here for 10 seconds so I can recover. Um, but yeah, he had to work his bollocks off. And right now, all the way through this, yes, he's being given spots on Nitro to show his worth, but I think that he's he's paying dividends as well by um, actually working his bollocks off. And in this match, this is a prime example. Like The showcasing Chavo, 
as a, a, a really good underdog and DDP's slowing it down to be the fucking ultimate heel get Charvo as, as you know the crowd pleaser if you will yeah he's trying to put him across yeah, yeah he is yeah. Give, give Charvo as much shine as possible again like yeah. go show the selflessness of uh, DDP as well in doing that absolutely because yeah. him at his age he could he could seriously say like oh. you know what I'm I'm not going to have many years you know can I just if you, if you see me as a big name big name star just push me just push me and he's being more fair about it oh fucking hell we've got someone dancing on the steps now <laughs> very distracting oh. missile drop kick oh thought they had it oh. by the way how are you two we didn't actually well hit. yeah the, that, I was thinking that like literally 10 seconds ago <laughs> I was thinking yeah so anyway how are you guys <laughs> which we've not done yet yeah I'm alright the the foot's still broken but I'm, I'm getting better I'm getting better and uh, Beth's got some massive news do I? No, you're not pregnant, are you? No, I'm bloody not. <laughs> no. Better not be. That Jesus. would have been a bit of a fucking surprise. Well, I had my wisdom tooth out yesterday and it hurt. That wasn't the news. That was on about the vinyl. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, sorry, I'm just too in my own pain. <laughs> in my own pain. Oh, yeah. My, my band, uh, Best Blade and the Beautiful Disasters, are releasing our first ever vinyl record. So, that's fun. Yeah, if you like your rock music. sales and stuff. You like your rock music? Fucking mental. Yeah. Oh, he's in the other ring. So this isn't illegal. You can, uh, you know, pin him in any ring then. Yeah. Apparently. I guess that'd make sense, wouldn't it? Really. Yeah. I mean, but fair was, enough. I, th- I think I think Tony's on about ooh, Tony's on about the over the top rock rule. Yeah, which obviously just doesn't fucking make any sense and nobody cares and to be fair we've not seen it for a couple of weeks so let's do away with it yeah we've done alright with that doesn't make any sense but yeah Um, so if you're listening and you like your rock your metal music you know you like the likes of Hailstorm you know because it's like the easiest comparison you know pick up the vinyl (laughs) give them a try it's a huge compliment yeah Yeah. Yeah, oh head scissors beautiful very cool that was stunning Um, and I have I, 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 well, yeah, the, 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 obviously there's little segments, as you guys will have noticed listening to this in post edit, there's little segments of uh, her music at the beginning and at the end of this podcast when you've listened to it as well. Um, little just bit to give cro- you a little taster. A little bit of cross promotion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because oh! <laughs> nice. Nice set up, Powerbomb. Very nice. You can win it there. No, oh, that is well. a shame. That wasn't the win. That was very cool. I bet sure. Of course, we, we do, to be fair, we're doing that. We're, we're doing it very WCW as well. This cross promotion stuff because that's all WCW have been doing. We're cross promoting fucking all kinds of things. Just we're even cross promoting with the WWF. Just keep fucking giving their results away and and <laughs> bringing the wrestlers in and stuff. <laughs> So we are do, kind of doing it. If socials, obviously, if you'll notice, oh. we've been promoting. Oh, diamond cutter! It's game over. That has to be game over now. And Pe- Becky Lynch, eat your heart out. Nobody comes to see a fucking Canadian destroyer yet. Look at all them people right there. They came to see a diamond cutter. They're very happy. Boom! Shut the fuck up, bitch. You don't know what the fuck you're going on about. <laughs> oh, I wish you wouldn't call women bitches. No, it's just Becky Lynch, and to be fair, she says that she's the man. So I'm not actually calling a woman a bitch, am I? 
<laughs> she does have lady balls. She needs to fucking back the fuck off. And it's probably a heel persona. I know we, we talked about it a few weeks ago, but yeah, it did my Yeah, she's trying to piss people off. But that's a yeah. prime example right there. Oh. Everybody was on their fucking feet when that diamond cutter hit. Everybody. Boom. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And look at everybody. Everybody's jumping. It's like a fucking goal went in. I kind of felt a bit like Shaw Guerrero taking the diamond cutter this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were uh, you were a naughty boy last no, night. No, no, I weren't hung over. I was just like, you know, where you drink uh, enough, where you, your head's just heavy in the morning. It's not in pain. It's just all foggy. Oh, literally me this morning. I feel I felt like I'd taken a diamond cutter because I were out of it. Yeah, yeah I, I did see a, sh- a couple of shots. I think. Yeah, they were. Feed. Yeah, they were. Um, what were they called? They were Peaky Blinders. That's what they were called. That's the brand name oh, of them. Yeah, they're. Uh, it were raspberry liqueur and rum, and I'm not I'm not I'm not a rum guy, so I don't drink rum. I expected. How can you not like rum? I, I've just never been into it. It's just how I am. But um, I'll get you a frozen strawberry daiquiri, Brian. I'm sure I can turn you onto it. <laughs> you can try. Um, yeah, just uh, I've never really been keen on rum, but I really expected them to really fuck me up. I'm, I'm surprised I weren't. Like, hey, you know, you're only 34 once, guys. You know, <laughs> I, I love that. I love that saying because you're only anything once. Yeah, I can, when it comes to age, but I can so. I can make excuses every year now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit wild. Got in quite late, but had fun nonetheless. That's the main thing, dude. That is the main thing. You're on the time off from work, obviously, uh, and we all went for a curry the other night as well, which was uh, it was quite nice to catch up. You're in the jungle, baby. They should have started Welcome to the Jungle then and there. Got the fucking license for it. If it was Tony Khan, he'd have got the license for it. He'd have had slash guest appearing and everything. I don't know. They've actually been quite resistant on the licensing recently. Yeah, because. Daniel Bryan, oh, oh shit, I keep calling him Daniel Bryan, that's years of WWE fucking influence that is, uh, Bryan Danielson, uh, before he went to WWE he had the final countdown, and they were, and ring of honour. He's really badly shot, Eric Bischoff with his back towards the camera. Yeah, this WCW, it's nothing new. Uh, to be fair, Eric Bischoff is the producer of this shot, I wouldn't change any of that, I wouldn't change any of it, that's to be perfectly good. honest, because it makes sure that the wrestlers are facing the front. For him to be stood in between them and facing the front, it makes it look too interviewy. And he's not there for an interview. He's there because... I don't know, I think it, it just it, looks messy. It's meant to feel a little bit more real. So yeah. this is just recapping the Hogan betrayal. Oh, this is, yeah. 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 Uh, this is for the newer fans. If someone said, oh, you've got to watch this bad view, they'll get the recap of Hogan's turning all that. Because guaranteed, as big as this was... There still will be fans that didn't know this happened, especially out social media. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so it obviously at this point nobody knew that Hogan was going to do that, so they didn't buy the pay per view. But now there's a chance that people have bought the pay per view since, because obviously there's only been one more pay per view prior to this, which is uncensored, where he won the title. Um, so people will buy this pay-per-view and need that recap because they didn't watch the other two. Yeah. But that said, if you've been watching Nitro, they've shown the highlights on Nitro anyway. Yeah. And I'm not doing that on Halloween. No, you, <laughs> don't, you don't have to do that. 
Yes, dressing as Macho Man. No to jumping on a limousine and it driving off with me. But yeah, anyways, going back to what I was saying. Um, it was hog wild. Bef- hog uh, wild. Not only censored. Before um, uh, Brian Danielson went to WWE, they were using Final Countdown in Ring of Honor, and I'm almost certain they didn't pay for the license. Um, yeah, Ring of Honor back then. <laughs> I think I think they were richer than what they are now. Ring of Honor, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, were, they were certainly more bloody popular anyway. But yeah, they didn't pay for the licenses, and not nowhere did they pay for the license. But apparently, that's what Daniel uh, Brian. Uh, Brian Danielson wanted in AEW, but apparently the license was too much, so they said no. Really? Yeah. A Queen license was too much. You see, you hear They're Queen everywhere. music everywhere. Like, I know. Brian May is just fucking raping that for all it's worth. Yeah, the final countdown. It's uh, Europe, but yeah, they just didn't. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 They didn't want. I didn't think you'd said fucking. Yeah, they didn't. Countdown yeah, they demanded. They demanded too much. Apparently, so. But it's alright for CM Punk because he gave Buddy um, Living Colour a new wife like with, with uh, Cold yeah. Personality back back before he was in WWE. I've, I've, yeah. I think at this point they've just told him, yeah, it, it's for a game, you can use it. We we won't even take anything for it. They'll just be like happy for him to use it and just keeping their name out there. Because every, yeah. time, every time something happens with CM Punk now, they're getting fucking shitloads of streams from that. Like new fans, yep. new fans, are, you know... Discovering CM Punk for the first time, they will they will be listening to that song on on Spotify, watching the bloody music video on YouTube, whatever. They're making money from it. They don't care. Dude, we're, like we were watching that AW, obviously the one that we we detailed in the last episode, and uh, Sam, uh, uh, Beth's drummer, like he's not a wrestling fan, and you could tell because he was just on his phone while the rest of us were watching this AW, and then Living Color came on, and he's just like. Oh hello! And he just started drumming along to it, and he's and oh, you like this song, Sam? And he's like, yeah, I fucking love this song. Even they're like a non wrestling fans for a moment pricked their ears up, looked at the TV, and gone, okay, yeah, I'm I'm invested if you like. Then the music goes off, and he's just like, all right, okay, and goes back onto his phone again. Should show him the the uh, live entrance from WrestleMania 29, I think it were of uh, <laughs> Living Color. Singing calls to personality uh, quite badly. Oh dear. Oh. My eyes, what do you see? Calls up, but that's literally at the speed they were at. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Funny story about Sam while he was staying here, um, because obviously uh, a few of those guys came up for a good few days while we were doing some filming and everything like that. Um, Sam's notoriously bad for falling asleep earlier than everybody else, but this isn't one of those bands or one of those households where you play a pa- practical joke on somebody. But he was drumming in his sleep. This is <laughs> legitimately happened, and we didn't film it. I don't know how we didn't film this. I don't know how this didn't happen, but he was legitimately drumming in his sleep, and that is just fantastic, if you ask me. <laughs> because you always say, don't you, oh, like in football, I could have scored a, that goal in my sleep, or could have done this in my sleep, could have done... You can literally say about Sam, he can drum in his sleep. Yeah, literally, like, that is... <laughs> muscle memory to the nth degree isn't it either that or he's just that obsessed with drumming like he doesn't dream about women he doesn't dream <laughs> about you know anything like that he doesn't have erotic dreams he just dreams of drumming in, probably in front of like 55,000 people at Wem- Wembley Arena or something like he that he might have erotic dreams about female drummers well if you want to 
But, but yeah. can we can we uh, coin a phrase for that kind of dream? By the way, like night snow. Night snow instead of nightmare. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Very good, yeah. Ryan. I'm all right with that one. He also has a nickname. We call him the Hitman because I think he looks like Bret Hart. He does look like. <laughs> him, <laughs> yeah, he does a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we call him Sam the Hitman Brain, and yep. obviously Hitman on the drum set. It just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, he has the. Uh... It definitely has the look. I'd say yeah. it has a bit of the uh, dry personality as well, because he was he, he, <laughs> he was the quiet one, wasn't he as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when he does talk, it's usually a very good one-liner. It's a bit. Oh, of, absolutely. Is that a weird stereotype? The drummer of a band is a quiet one. You fucking got a usually massive. the loudest. Yeah, but... when they're playing. <laughs> well, they try to be. <laughs> That's that old thing that you say. He's the quietest and. Quietest in person, but the loudest on stage. Yes. Yeah. So he's a good dude. I know this is horrible to say, but in this weight category, they don't look muscly to me. They just look chubby. He said this last time. Did, you did say this last time. Yeah. This but you've got it. So they're wearing less clothes to be fair to them, but you've got to look at they. They are muscly. Yeah, it's just you're you're thinking about the belly. You're looking at the belly only, but look at look at yeah. him. You can see the pure fucking muscle, especially on Ice Train. Yeah, yeah on Ice Train. I, I, the guys looking. Ice Train is That's definitely more. It's definitely more muscular. Hey, and it's 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 not a bad thing. Like I couldn't walk out on a stage in front of that many people wearing a. A, a unitard that covers barely anything of me. So, you know, more power to I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something there. Fucking 1996 in wrestling, you would be the most over personality. Trust me if you did that. You know, so if you want <laughs> to do some time travelling and show Ice Train and Scott Norton how it's done, you know. I'll get, I'll get a DeLorean now. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the payoff for this storyline, I think. I, 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 I should is, fucking this hope is game so. Over. I should hope yeah, so. The, this, um, I remember, it's been long enough. Yeah, I remember being so excited about seeing these two go at it, and it's been yeah. incredibly underwhelming. Yeah. You know, this has to be end. Just put Ice Train up with Glacier. Yeah. <laughs> I think as well, for me, watching these kind of matches, I prefer the more um, acrobatic style yeah. of wrestling, whereas this is very earthy and very grounded and close to the floor. See, I do like a good horse match. That's what they call them, like horses. Oh, nice. Yeah, I do like a good horse match, but... I think it's good to have variety as well. Yeah. So if this is you, your typical ground and pound well, with two fucking yeah, big Yeah, this reminds beasts. me of like... Holy fuck! Kevin yeah. Nash and Hogan, they're all here. <laughs> That's the worst Kevin Nash I've ever seen in my life. Oh, God. Right, at, at this point... It looks like Spike Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> at, this, at this point, I think these have just been paid fans just to, <laughs> just to do this throughout the show. Because yeah. we've seen a variety of this now. I'm I'm really expecting a, a proper fucking uh, a proper pub goer. Let's just say beer belly and everything like that to really come down dressed as Scott Norton. It could happen yet. It could happen yet, unless it's just going to be Scott Norton and his beer belly that Beth doesn't like. 
It's not that. They just look very <laughs> thick in the middle. <laughs> and I don't know how you can have that much muscle but look so bulky in the middle. It's, it's obviously a thing because it happens with all of them. Oh, Jesus Christ. You should show, show her a bloody catalogue of old-timey wrestlers. Talking like like mid-1900s here. They were all like this. Like, it, it, yeah. it's, it fucking astonishes me how they manage it, but... You just need really good cardio. That's all you need. So what I'm going to say in the so, background so is... Teddy Long is going to throw in the towel here. Nope, he's changed his mind. That There's quite a few NWO shirts and there's quite a few people dressing up as them. So it's interesting how they've gone from being the really, really bad bad guys, but now they're the bad guys that people love the cool bad guys yeah that's the term the cool heels it mm-hmm. this was one of the very first instances of this happening it obviously had rip flair but rip flair he uh he would just he would universally loved right from the off it, no matter what he did there was just no way he could be a heel even though he was a heel um, i think flair and the horseman it was territorial yeah so like if you're in a certain territory they loved the horseman but in other places they absolutely fucking hated yeah him. I, I was just it was talking a weird like, dynamic. But I was talking like on television, national television and things like that. Yeah. Like, they, they were there first, but I think they, they weren't... How do I put it? Fucking hell, we've got more people dressed as wrestlers. I'm pretty sure one was dressed like um, like Super Kawa and the other was dressed as a really bad Sting then. You... Jesus Christ! Or, or you must have some sort of or a bad lack va- of IQ to dress as Super Cal off. Fuck yeah. me. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, you, you you'll see him. him. You'll see him. Uh, <laughs> he gets like a title. Does he get a title shot in this pay per view? I think it is. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! A title shot against uh, Morgan? No, no, Cruiser. No. Maybe oh, against right. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I've got the fucking the one fan in the bloody crowd in a white shirt flexing now. <laughs> oh, yeah, he thinks he's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I can be a wrestler. Look at me, I can pick up a kid. Yeah, cool, bro. Well played. Wow. Worth noting that this is this is in North Carolina as well, isn't it? This pay-per-view. Oh, really? Whereabouts? Yeah. Um, it's, not in, it's not in Charlotte, Raleigh? no. No. What's it in now? They did actually say. Nipples. I can't remember what they it was. They did right at the beginning, yeah. Were it Charleston? It could have been, actually. I have some buddies from North Carolina, and they tell me that Ric Flair is on... Oh, Winston-Salem. Yeah, I just saw it. Ticket scratch cards? Yeah, Winston-Salem. So it's not in North Carolina? Yeah, it is. Winston-Salem? Winston-Salem, North Carolina, yeah. Oh, right, okay. I didn't know that there was more than one Salem. You're just thinking about Sabrina, aren't you? (laughs) Salem, Massachusetts. Is it Massachusetts? I think it is. I don't know. What the hell is Scott Norton doing here? Looks like he's about to take a dump on him. Look at the stretch marks on his skin. Mm. Oh, Teddy Long's about to get absolutely annihilated now. Things just got interesting. Oh. They always put them down right delicately, don't they, when they get uh, 
when they get attacked. It's like, oh yeah, you caught me in the eye. Uh, yeah, okay, here you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, he's fucking tapped. Oh, he's tapped. Wow. He's tapped. Scott Norton's tapped out to the full Nelson. Obviously, I think that is Ice Train's finishing move. To be, to be I fair, what he calls it. that's a really good full Nelson. Hmm. There's a lot of booze. Yeah, it's North Carolina, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, in, in the nineties, probably a lot of, uh, I mean, even to this day, but pr probably not as prevalent, but a lot of racial fucking racist people, basically. You know, it's the South. It's yeah, just how it is. Well, it's a little bit better than Hog Wild. At least people want. To yeah, like Hog Wild was stuff. fucking. Oh Jesus Christ! That was, that was Horrible. a very rough event for for it. Racist fans, yeah. <laughs> and that is in the archives, guys. If you want to, uh, if you want to check that one out at some point when you uh, drop in a deuce or a twenty in the toilet, you need a little bit longer than that actually, because it went on for about three hours. And uh, WCW, minutes. WCW dropped a very big deuce that day. They did. <laughs> that's, that's what I was angling towards, and I just couldn't get my words straight. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good pair for you. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, Ice Train's the winner, and this would be the end of that feud, and probably also the end of Ice Train as a whole, because I don't remember him doing anything after this pay-per-view, to be perfectly honest. Well, that's a shame. Oh, fucking Mexican. Oh, the Mexican heavyweight. This could be Super Carlo, actually. No, no, it can't be. Yeah. So it'd be Hoovintu versus Conan. Yeah. The new and improved Conan. <laughs> so were they trying to do like a crossover with a Mexican promotion doing this Mexican Mexican heavyweight they had an agreement yeah pretty place. much they were the only thing is so, a, I think yeah that's it they, they don't really say which promotion they are promo <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start to this match because human two Guerrero's just taken <laughs> A big tumble <laughs> over the over the fucking steel steps. I, could, I saw that happening, and then I thought, nah, he's not gonna do that, is he? Like, you know that split second, you think all them words in like a split second, and then he fucking went and I know did who it. This is. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I fucking love him too, but I think I love him even more now. <laughs> so when did he go from like dressing in tassels to looking like a gangster it's fairly recent like yeah, a couple it, of weeks ago it, it looks like he's right out of GTA San Andreas here yeah he fucking definitely does I, I said that on the last he's joined the Dungeon of Doom as yeah. well because that's why Jimmy Hart's with him he's, he's in the Dungeon of Doom but he's a gangster <laughs> he's a gangster yeah it, it's Just... mixed messages yeah it looks like he's going to join a new metal band he's taking a he's taking an N out of his name as well so he's Conan <laughs> instead of Conan I don't know. Don't, don't, don't trip, dude, in the background. He's carrying his beer. Oh, he's got lots of beer. He's got four beers in there. If he falls, then he's just moving to 2.0, isn't he? This don't, isn't going to be don't good. Look, don't associate a fucking drunk bloody fan with Hooven to Guerrero. <laughs> I mean, at least he had the audacity to trip up whilst he's drunk. Hoover, for all we know, is sober here. I should fucking hope he is. I heard oh, it. Uh, oh, nearly on his head, but fuck me. To be fair, I think he probably was drunk the last bloody time we saw him because he, uh, he were fucking awful, weren't he? Whoa! I think, I think, <gasps> Jesus Christ. 
Break a guy's leg, why the fuck not? Why is it every time I see Hoovy, he's fucking doing shit like that to himself? He's really, he's trying to impress, isn't he? That's what it is, he's just like going high risk. I, I was going to say, he did he's this mental. at Bash at the Beach, but that wasn't Hoovy, it was Psychosis. Yeah. His future tag team partner in Mexico's. That's not his real hair. Is it? Have you had I think we've hair? had this discussion before. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Cool. Why the fuck not? Fantastic. Uh, I think Hoovy was a notorious stoner, so there's every possibility that he wasn't sober per se. Yeah, we're going to go quiet during this match because it's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But no. this is all down Ooh. to Hoovy. Uh, right, there's somebody oh, dressed okay. as a public enemy coming down. <laughs> May as fucking well be, he's just... Oh, Jesus oh, Christ! Slightly into the guardrail as well. You know, I'm really not surprised. I'm. Mike Tanay just called that a torpe suicida, and I'm marking out internally. Just yep. so you know. Torpe suicida. Yes. I, I think because that's what Excalibur calls it all the time on AEW. Uh, and and I called it that on the one episode of the podcast. In a, I was doing a cruiserweight match, and I went torpe suicida. So. Because that's what I'm it is. I'm surprised to me. not more wrestlers are dead. Uh, you will be very surprised how many wrestlers are dead from doing this kind of thing. <laughs> I know, but it's not as many as I think. Yeah, Hoovy definitely isn't. Yeah, put it put it this way: there was a Mexican wrestler that died as a result of Rey Mysterio's finisher, the six one nine. Yeah, I, I know that one. Yeah, which is a I think very we talked about that a while ago. Yeah, that that one was quite shocking. Yeah, like how that happened. Rick. These NWO shirts are weird. That, that nearly, have that nearly destroyed. That nearly destroyed Rey Mysterio's career. He, like, he, 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 his confidence were not for a while after that. Well, it's gonna be, isn't it? Yeah. And, and Mysterio is. Oh, what a good move! Look at how Conan's impressing. That's standard Conan, that he does that every match. But that was really fucking good. Maybe it were who he's selling, but it was just a way. It was a speed behind it as well, like. Look at his baggy jeans. <laughs> White Tony Hawk. So Conan will actually, he'll actually keep this gimmick until WCW closes. Yeah. So this, Looks to like be fair, it does get, it does, it must get over. It's like you could question who bloody uh, sparked a bloody. Imagine if he farted now. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go with the tone. <laughs> Sorry, it's a funny position. All I can hear is going. <laughs> Worst place to get cramped though. Fucking hell. Seriously, Jimmy Hart's looking very fucking colourful today as well. He's in some sort of fucking rainbow jacket. Oh my god, it looks like a rainbow vomited on him. It's like somebody graffitied him. I mean, I've used this reference before. Like the new NXT logo. Is yeah, that fucking colourful? Oh! That. Oh dear, that didn't go right, did it? No. I mean, can't really fault them for that. Like, two rings, probably not used to that. Like, you probably thought, oh yeah, this is a good idea, and it just didn't work. Oh, what the fuck happened Oh there? my god. What happened there? Dangerous. So that's a, fe it's a springboard Fez press. Uh In the middle of the two rings, and then Conan's gone over. That was fucking dangerous as fuck. 
How do you remember what all the moves are called? Because I've been watching wrestling for a long time. Jesus, cameraman, come on. Yeah, we missed that. We don't even know what he tried to do there. I mean, we had, we had this problem with the cameraman on the last episode as well, didn't we? Where he was just really fucking close. Yeah. He, were, he were like stood directly behind Billy Kidman. Yeah. These guys just don't have the, the cruiser direction. Uh, these these cameramen. They just they need... There's four more people here. And W. Oh, no, it's, it's the fucking... Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Back body drop onto the top rope of the other ring. Conan's oh, now going to pick him so up, pal drive him, powerbomb him into the other ring, the first ring. <laughs> Dude, these guys are using these fucking two rings. I'm, Somebody's going to okay go in the it. gap. I'm, I'm okay with Somebody's it. gonna end up in the gap. Yeah, that, that's quite concerning. Is that at least WWE? The one thing they did, they uh, implemented in their war games is that they do put a panel over the two rings. Hmm. You know, so it, the, you can't fall down that gap, and it has to be a heavy panel as well because you're at, you've got a fairly big gap there, and the panel can slip down. It, so it has to have some weight, or it's bolted to the so, ring or something. You know? Somebody does fall down that gap, but I don't think it's this pay per view. I think it's might be next year's fall brawl. Do they actually hurt themselves? No, no, no. They get straight funny? back up. They get straight back yeah. up. Yeah. All I'm hoping in that. It's part of a big spot as well. Not a spot that's a, a move per se, but it's just. Um, it's a. Oh, didn't get all of that. You didn't get all of it, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I just hope there's a botchamania of that fall, by the way, Mark. You know, they fall down the gap, and then you just get the uh, Mario dying sound. I bet there is a bunch of mania of it. That's better version of it. <laughs> it's not falling down the middle of the ring. It's falling between the ring and the ramp. Yeah, you know it's what I mean. Russo. The middle of the two rings. That's Vince Russo doing That's it. That's all right, then. And he falls, and everybody just fucking laughs at him. Well, it's to, so funny. to be fair, he's very a Luigi character, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it just has that Luigi Except Luigi quality. doesn't go, bro, 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 all the fucking time. No. I think he's w probably the only Kiss fan that I don't want to be friends with. <laughs> really? Yeah. All your pals on the Kiss cruise. Yeah, we make friends, but yeah, we... There's, there sure. might be a couple of them that you don't want to be friends with anymore. Well, yeah. Only because of the... Anyway, on that note... Vaccination stuff and all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. is that all? Well, <laughs> some people are from the deep, deep south. <laughs> yeah, and some people nearly got thrown overboard. Jesus Christ, we're just going to get a lot of people going and say, yeah, I'm from bloody Atlanta and we're hit I'm sick of hearing you bloody shit on the southerners. We're, I've we're been really to Atlanta not. and I had a blast. Yeah, what I mean is, is that, don't get too defensive. <laughs> just saying, like, <laughs> we're not against southerners. It's just a very, not even a nice. stereotypical thing. It's just like... It's a fact that Southern America's had a lot of problems with racism and other issues, let's just say, and still does. Like, no yeah. guns. We're just, <laughs> just we're, positives and negatives yeah, to Texas. We're, we're general, positives, Eddie Guerrero. Negatives, most people are racist. Yeah, we're, we're, being, <laughs> we're just generalising, but, you know. Dude, to be fair, if anybody gets offended in America about that, then they need to stop generalising about British people oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because That's that true. happens a lot we're all ugly and we've got bad teeth <laughs> yes exactly uh, and yes we do have bad teeth I'm not bothered I don't give a fuck we have free healthcare yeah just um... what was are you going to do now he, he trying to he's take... going to do a cent on nope he's not he's just going to do a 
That's the worst drop kick I've ever yeah, seen in my life. Yeah, drop kick. That's that was like a two. That would be me jumping <laughs> off a bed if we were wrestling, like as kids. Mike, not knowing how to fucking develop a fucking drop kick. I think he needs less baggy pants. Mike, can I claim yes. gimmick infringement because she's just taken my bloody drop kicker meter. <laughs> she just went. That's a two. I couldn't even say anything. I agree with you, Beth. <laughs> like, but <laughs> come on, that's that's my gimmick. <laughs> oh. I did expect this to be a lot worse, but it has kind of slowed down now, and I'm blaming Conan for it. He's got some gnarly scars. Yeah. Can imagine he's been. So through. this has got to be a hurricane runner. What? Yeah. Right. I... What? What was the <laughs> point in that? Oh no! No idea. That's so stupid. I genuinely don't know. Like he's definitely stoned in this match, and he's like, "This is gonna look cool," but there's no. It doesn't make any sense. There was no need for him to backflip off. Then he did this. I'm just glad he didn't fucking get a three count. He that did that before. Atrocious. I swear he's done that before. But somebody else has tried that. <laughs> fucking hell. Sexual. What are we doing now? Remember the, that this was for a title that they've not brought out? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's supposed to be heavyweight as well, and Conan looks a lot heavier than the other guy. Yeah, it's, it's Mexico, though, isn't it? A lot of it's Lucha Libre. Yeah. But so they, they, do, they are quite light. But I just... Back over the top. Yeah, it, it's... It, it doesn't board well with me that... They're trying to put over this title without actually putting it over. It's as I was trying to say earlier. Like, we've not once heard who who this title belongs to, what company it belongs to. Yeah. But it's AAA, <laughs> CNWL, whatever. We don't fucking know. It's the Mexican. That's it's generalising. You know, generalising the title itself. It's like I'm pretty sure it's a company's heavyweight championship. Yeah. And they just they don't mention it at all, and then. Yeah, they kind of make it out like it's all of Mexico. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't... Woo! Oof, Ow! Hell fire. That's Whiplash 101. Holy shit. I mean, I could find out who that who the title belongs to. I'm pretty sure it's Triple A. He's in the ropes, dude. You're in the ropes. Right, Uvi's clearly in fucking trouble here. That's the reason why they're fucking doing this. Yeah, it is the AA, sorry, AAA, the AAA America's Heavyweight AAA. Championship. Yeah. But not once. It does make sense if you're if you're in an agreement with them to make it sound like it is the Mexican oh. of all all Mexico's Heavyweight Championship. But you do need to mention the fucking promotion. You do need to do it. But then they said that about the. Uh, why would you just? Why would Conan like just hang on? Ah, that makes no sense. Right. Well, I've got. I've got some information here for you. It's it says here, the, yep. the title was originally intended intended to be the top heavyweight title in AAA, but when Conan left the promotion in 1996 to work exclusively for the World Championship Wrestling and took the cha championship belt with him, the title was quietly ignored by AAA. You oh. just ruined it, Brian. Just what? What did I ruin? 450. 450. 450. Well, not bad. He footed it, but not bad. Right, what did I ruin, by the way? Just like just saying when he... That Conan takes the championship belt with him. To, to WCW, no, 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 which no, is... No, 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 that's not it. To WCW, he's yeah. working exclusively for, for WCW, you know. Yeah, now. That's, that, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. To World Championship right. Wrestling, that's where he is I, I, now. I, 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 so they, they're basically... <laughs> what they're doing here is they're promoting a title that is not theirs, 
not even giving the, uh, a name to the title because the the, the title that company that it, the company it belongs to are ignoring that title. So to me, yeah. that title is fucking meaningless. Then I think subsequently that's what's going to happen after this match. I think it's Jesus Christ. That's two on the back of his fucking head. Yeah. Is this guy still alive? Yeah, he wrestled Chris Jericho about a month and a half ago. Yeah, he did. Did he lose? Yeah. I still haven't seen it, but I'm going to guess that he did, yeah. Yeah, it worked. apparently it wasn't a good match either, so... Oh, that's so dangerous. That was very much like Samoa Joe's finisher. <sighs> it was, yeah, muscle buster. Yeah, and Samoa Joe did injure one wrestler with that move who could have died... Uh, Tyson Kidd. It happened on a dark match before Raw, and it it the injury they had apparently it had a lot somewhat like two percent survival rate. Tyson Kidd not wrestling no more, but very much still alive, and he's now a trainer and a producer at WWE. So, but yeah, fucking very lucky. And after that, he retired uh, retired the move. So, it's a it's a difficult move. Yeah, um, but the way to do. Obviously, but it looks impactful, and well, yeah. we've always well, this is every just time we see Conan him, a match, really. Yeah, we don't want Conan doing that move. Put it that, put it that way. Samoa Joe could do it quite <laughs> safely, and he injured one person, yeah. and then that was it. What the fuck is that inside the screen? Can you see it? All right, so War Games logo. Yeah. It was just stuck it's there the for ages. Yeah, it was just there peeking out. Hello. He was quite distracted with a pointless somersault. Yeah. Gives Conan a drop. I kick. swore. And from that point onwards, to be fair, oh. Conan had the advantage. That's not too bad, to be fair. That's kind of like the razor's edge. Yeah. The outsider edge. Sorry, Vince. Um, don't sue me. Uh, but yeah, that's. I that's think it'd not be really bad. fun if Vince sued you all. Vin, what, Vince sue us? Yeah. That would be fucking hilarious. I'd love it. You're a part of it as well, so. I know. Let's see fucking Vince sue Beth Blade and the Beautiful Disasters. Like, just go, do you know who we are? <laughs> Oh, here oh, okay. we are. Chris here Jericho. So th- this is a rip-off theme of what was it? Or is this dubbed? This sounds like Boys of Summer. It does sound yeah, like d- Boys of Summer. This, yeah, isn't, yeah. this isn't the theme that Chris Jericho is known for in WCW. This was his, you it's know... even flow, innit? Yeah, it's a rip-off of even flow. That's what comes after this. That's what um, John Tenzer had for some unknown reason on the last episode that we recorded. Uh, this one is just uh, it's just B-roll music that TNT had. Like it was yeah. it was used for another TV show or something, or it was like meant to be used for a TV show. And it's just something they had had there in the library, and they just gave it to Jericho because why the fuck not? Yeah, so that that song that he just had sounds like um, "Boys of Summer" by Don Henley, a rip off of that. Um, that is the first I've heard of that wall game. <laughs> the fucking how do you get that wrong? Fucking caption guy said that fucking Dusty Rhodes just said wall game. He obviously doesn't. It's war game. And it, it came up again. <sighs> it came up again. Fuck's sake! Maybe man. they could just couldn't understand Dusty Rhodes. Wagon, daddy. I understand anything, this fucking guy. Jesus Christ. 
They want Steve McMichael's dog? What? What the fuck is he on about? Let's pause it for a second. Dogs and charcoal briquettes? Like, what? what is he talking about? Jericho and Benoit sounds like a good match in theory. Oh, yeah, it should be. They've had, it should be. They've had some cracking matches. Look at this fucking crowd! Holy hell! Yeah. Although it's horseman country, he's a fucking horseman, isn't he? Yeah, they're loving Benoit. Oof. What's your time called, dude? What is my time called? It is 55.35. Wait, what? Well, why have you, has yours crashed? No no, 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 we were just slightly ahead, so I've just paused it ever so slightly. Oh, you were sounding slightly behind to me. But, alright, fair enough. <laughs> Oof. Ow. Nice spine buster. So that's three. Three of those now we've seen in the past two matches and I'm I'm starting to not like it. He's got oh yeah, Cripple Cross. He cross. Why the fuck not? Yeah, put in the line, Tamer. <laughs> Is this the point where Chris Jericho's like, damn, that shit hurts. I'm going to nick that move. Who fucking knows, but I like the way Chris, Jer uh, Chris Benoit applies it. That goes back to what you were saying about him not being able to get it on people who are bigger than him. And Chris Benoit's obviously had that problem there because he it looks bigger than he actually is. Yeah. Oh, roll Oof. through. Chris Jericho roll through there. Out of a power bomb. Close line attempt. Ah, oh, nice. The heel kick. Yeah, it's a very really weird thing that Chris Jericho uh, said that he retired the line tamer and just used a general... Uh, Boston Crab when they're in WWE because yeah. there were a lot of bigger people it's like well don't do it against bigger people simple as yeah, that yeah. you know you can still use that move on the smaller people and to be honest with you he wrestled more smaller people than bigger people in WWE for the most part the fuck it makes no fucking sense that was a lot of leg strength that oops I think Royal Rumble 2001 will be a good watch along, uh, Mark, for her to see the Chris Benoit Jericho match from that. Yeah. Because they have a lot. I mean, they're pretty, they're, oh. they're pretty evenly matched in terms of uh, oh. height, weight. I don't know about height. I think Jericho's a good few inches tall. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a little tall, yeah. How tall is Benoit? Was Benoit? Probably about five nine. Oh, what are you doing? That was stupid. That looked fucking sore. He could have broken his own neck oh, there. Me and you're holding your fucking knee. Holy hell, man! Unless his knee gave up fucking top turnbuckle, and that's why he turned. Shit, me. Right, Benoit was five eleven, and Jericho. That's short for a wrestler, right? Yeah, that's why he's a cruiserweight. And... Short Jer for a WWE ah, World Heavyweight Champion. Jer Jericho <laughs> is six foot, exactly. So he's not that much taller. It's two inches. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh! Hit him twice in the face. 
these two just in every single match they just lay the shit in. They obviously yeah, they, they go for it, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do know each other from Japan at this point, Beth. Uh, they've wrestled quite a few yeah, times, so. but yeah. So this is just it, it's like a what do you want to call it? Like, Another day at the office. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Basically, it's just kind of like an agreement with them. Like, yeah, we'll just lay out lay our shit in because we we know each other and we trust each other, you know. And there's been been matches where. Benoit, ropes. Benoit has had his fucking nose broken from Jericho with a title belt as well because he just told him to lay shit in. Just go for it. So that kind of thing is what they did. But the match that I was on about from Royal Rumble 2001, they have a ladder match and it is yeah. one of the best ladder matches in, in wrestling history in my, in my point, my, my opinion. It's such a fucking good match. We sold that. I think he had no choice to. <laughs> <laughs> 11,300 capacity, this crowd, just uh, as an FYI. Yeah, really good crowd. That's just that's just because Dusty did say 15,000, 20,000 people in here, but it's not. It's 11,000. Oh, yeah, it's typical wrestling trope, that, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, he must have fallen. It's a little bigger than 11,000, though. Oof. Oof. WCW were notorious for actually dumbing down the number of people that was actually in attendance this is this is a well known thing mm. uh, but obviously on the commentary desk there Dusty's playing it up yeah. which is proper it, it, it's, it's just general wrestling is that fucking WWE used to do that yeah. all the time oh yeah it fell down 60 feet off the fucking ramp you see people working that side of the ramp and their heads just peeping over the fucking thing yeah <laughs> they, they do it a lot it's just one of them things just to make it look worse <laughs> <laughs> ben, not Ben Jericho looked like a cartoon character then. <laughs> he looked like who? Like when they get hit with when they get hit with an ambush. Yeah, or and the way way he tumbled over the bloody, um, yeah. over the uh, steps, it looked like Hoovy in Swarmo. <laughs> Chris Benoit, do you want to be famous? Fucking hell. Okay. He is now. Another that move like. I don't know if it's just Jericho, but that move I've always loved from Benoit. Just the, the knee to the stomach. And I think it's yeah, because he yeah. had that many matches with Jericho in WWE, and Jericho sells it that way with the fucking the extra salt and pepper in the flip. Just makes it look so fucking cool. But I'm pretty sure that was just a trope in wrestling games. He did that, that, that move with Benoit. And the opponent, no matter who the opponent is, it could be the fucking Big Show, it could be Yokozuna, it could be the Great Kali. They'll all flip the same way. Yeah. I, I think, like, the more cap for the move, it was just these two. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. They always changed it up, didn't they, the, the motion captures? But they always used to use the same wrestlers. Yeah. For, for everyone. They didn't mock up every individual wrestler. I think they had like four or five, but then they changed it every year. It's been ages since I played a wrestling game properly. Yeah, it's been a few years for me now as well. I'd definitely play the AEW one. Yeah. Um, just because it's fresh. Yeah, exactly. Just want to see what they can do. Yeah. I know it's, it's Yooks. They've, they've worked with WWE games before. Um, yeah. But I'm just wondering what they can do away from that brand. Yeah, they did the WCW Revenge as well, Ukes. Ah, I Revenge saw they did, and, yeah. Um, 
But they did versus the world, I'm not entirely sure. I'd be interested to try and find a, a proper N64. I know there's emulators, but um, I, I'd like to just get an N64 with those classic games and just. Yeah. I don't know. It might be. Hey, it might be a cause for like a Twitch ring in the future or some sort. Just playing those games. <laughs> I, I, if we could, uh, if we can hook it up to a HDMI. Oh, yeah. you can, you can, you can do it. You can do it. I know there's ways, it's just yeah, there's it, ways, the ways, quality is atrocious. Yeah, there's ways of streaming those things as well. We are, we are mm. emulators. But See, I have all the emulators on my original Xbox, so... Or I could just, oh, yeah. well, could just do that then. I do play them. Yeah. Bung in the next box, get it up to Switch. There we go, no problem. Or... That's because Beth, Beth was after... Uh, what is it? Um, oh. Legend of Zelda. Oh... Swan dive head, but more of a splash that. To be fair, I just like the fucking the height and the length that they got on it. Yes, really impressive. And a kick out from Jericho. The thing about Jericho's here that'd proper piss me off, like because it's just constantly going over your eyes. Yeah, for some reason, back in WCW, what we've seen, it's been very, very light, but when it gets to WWE, it, with, in WWE, it all seems to be more weighted. I don't know what what it is about that. I, don't, I, I just genuinely don't know. Maybe, maybe WWE just said, fucking glue your hair, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, you never used to have such a bad problem. Not like this, anyway. Could have been the cut, I suppose. Maybe. You get it cut to, to be thin and thick, can't you? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, for a time in WWE, he had it knotted up. He had the double knot. But then again, he had that in WCW, yeah. didn't he? Like the weird top knot yeah. thing. Yeah. Because he came in with the top knot, didn't he? Yeah. Or he came into WWE with the top knot. A little small package. I'm pretty sure he's had it in WCW. I, I remember reading about it. Why do they call it that? Small... He's rolled up. He just rolled up into a small package, aren't you? They couldn't exactly call it going postal, could they? <laughs> yeah, but they must have known it sounded dirty. They probably it's, did. It's hard in wrestling because um, everything either sounds or looks dirty, so... He must be cool with it. Yeah. So have we seen the news today about... Um, was it Mark Henry being on a podcast with Bully Ray and oh, justifying yeah. all the bullying techniques that uh, JBL and Core used to do in the uh, in the old locker? Yeah, room. something that Mark Henry was never subject to because if they tried it with him, he'd fucking get pissed off and rip him apart. <laughs> let's be fucking. Let's call us better. He wasn't. He, he wasn't really subject to all the fucking hairs and all that. If you can hear a knocking, that is genuinely our cat knocking on the door. She was outside and wants to come in to join us. Oh, we've got a fourth man. Carry on, bro. But yeah, Go on. Mark Henry wasn't fucking subject to it. And he's also a big fucking hypocrite because he nearly left WWE because of a prank that Vince put on him. So, oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, Mark. You're fucking better than that, surely. Just because you're never subject Depends to it doesn't mean... Is. You know? 
Um, from what I've heard, but he's he's basically he's basically turned around today and said that fucking that rest everybody in wrestling is just soft and and they you know they just it wasn't that's not the wording he used is it he um, I'm trying to remember what he fucking said now. Uh, yeah, he, he, you, he said oh, he said that they're entertainers, didn't he? He said that they're not like wrestlers used to be back in the day, uh, and that the business is never going to recover while these guys continue to just be entertainers. Yeah, where to, um, where to, put, to go back with? Where to put over the fucking people you work with, Mark? Yeah, he's an agent. <laughs> he's an agent for AW. I'm, I'd be very so, surprised if he doesn't get like a, to- a tongue lashing at least. So what? It. So what's he going around saying to fucking the AEW wrestlers? Oh, stop! You know, stop being so fucking. Uh, you know, stop being wimps and hey, fucking bully your co-workers. Is he being a bully? Yeah. Like it just doesn't doesn't sit right when he does that. It's typical, no, it, typical, it's, um, typical old man up bullshit. Yeah. Conflict of interest, though, in, in terms of his job. Yeah. Big tombstone power driver from a reversal. So, Tony won't be afraid driver. to give him a tongue lashing over it. He's, he's, he hasn't before, so. Never nah, been afraid. I'd fire him. Oh, Lion Salt. Landed on his feet, though. Clothesline. I'm glad that they mentioned JBL, though, because JBL was notorious for that sort of stuff. Just, I just don't like that guy. Really don't. No, I don't even know who it is. He's a prick. He's a prick that stirs my family name. <laughs> Oof, that was brutal, Frankenstein. Very nice. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the fucking fan. Did you just see that, Mark and Bev? The fan in the no, white shirt. He was basically yeah. doing the count one, one, two, when they were, uh, Benoit kicked out. He put his hand to his chest and went, oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Like, ripped two into the fucking match. <laughs> oh, Jesus Ooh. Christ. <gasps> Shit. I'd probably fill my pants with deuces in that one. Thinking, ah, I'm gonna go too far. German, top rope German. I like how top rope belly to back suplex. I like how Bobby the Brain Enon is calling everybody Mister tonight, Mister Jericho. (laughs) And a three for Benoit. Oh, we're a really fucking good match. It were. It was pretty good that. Yeah. Crowder on the fucking feet again. Real good match. Top rope, belly to back, superplex. Very rare you see a top rope anything these days. Like they always go second rope and just it's safer, I suppose. Don't worry folks, no need to pause as we bring you this brief advertisement. For the first time ever, Welsh rockers Beth Blade and the Beautiful Disasters released their acclaimed 2019 album Show Me Your Teeth on classic vinyl. called it a snarling example of down and dirty hard rock, while classic rock magazine reviews told us that it boasts a similar heft and bounce to the Amorettes, as Beth Blade allies effortless, hailstorming vocals with her beautiful disaster slick by numbers take on classic rock, coming laden with bite and brawn, that if it had its own way, would probably jump out of the speakers and literally eat you. 
Power Play described it as a knuckle duster wrapped in candy floss that pushes you in the chest and demands that you listen, while Fireworks wrote that with the contrast of light and dark, this album is a definite success, describing songs as filthy, sleazy and gloriously riffy, oozing electric tension that leaves your spine tingling with atmospheric emotion. You can pre-order Show Me Your Teeth on vinyl at BethBladeAndTheBeautifulDisasters.com and via the links at social media sites on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at at BBATBD official. Pre-order today for the November 19th release. So, uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. Yes. I'm assuming his dad is Rey Mysterio, and was he a wrestler? Yes, he was, yes. Okay. Oh, he's against Super Calo, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I was just saying, like, Super Calo doesn't actually look as bad as he did the previous week. No, the, obviously the mask's still on. Yeah, he looked like uh, the Hamburglar. <laughs> Purple? I'm black. It wasn't even purple. Uh, I, I can't. It, it just, just looked bad. Yeah, it looked bad. I mean, like he's still got the shades on now. Like that's what so the stupid. What is going on? <laughs> I just, I just find this bizarre. It just, it's really hard to connect to. Why did they do away with the fucking McDonald's toys, like Hamburglar and shit like that? I don't get it. Uh, no idea. Like those characters were cool as fuck. Yeah, I have no idea. Because my dad had to retire. <laughs> just. So, uh, Brian, my, my dad convinced my uncle for, like, maybe 15 years that his actual job was dressing up as Ronald McDonald, and that's why everybody called him Donald. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he really uh, believed it. Just to add context to that, his second name is McDonald. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm not farting, by the way, guys. My chair is squeaking. No, we did hear it though. <laughs> Somebody with a kiss shirt on there. When it goes back to uh, TV cam. It's probably sat back down though, so you won't be able to see it. It's all good. Wrapping. That one. Why do I always have to do this anyway? Why do I have to point out, oh, there was somebody, somebody at AEW this week with a kiss shirt on? I don't know why I do it. It's because I've indoctrinated you secretly. It's because you're such a dork about it. Right, again, this... So I'm just like, oh yeah, such and such a thing about Kiss today. Oh, cool. This seems to be a common thread with like... with Super Cowal, is that this, this happened in the last match where someone went for a move and then it looked like he did the move in the finish. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I just... I'm not buying into this guy at all with, with shit like that. So like, it doesn't even look like can a we... reverse or right like that. It just looks weird. Can... Can we talk about the lettering on his back that doesn't say Callow? No, it definitely does not. Gualo. Gallo. Gualo. Gualo. This is not a C. So somebody's made a boo-boo there, so what do you do? Well, yeah, that peel off the fucking like extra cute. fucking... Yeah. Gualo. But it does say Callow on his pants. Yeah, just peel off the extra sequins, man. The fuck? Got a Stanley knife on it, job done. Paint him. Black marker. Well, I mean, in that, he'd have to put yellow, wouldn't he? But, yeah. I mean, 
it's not hard. Oh yeah, just go to Hulk Hogan and say, "You got any like, yellow spray paint?" Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I can see a Pulp Fiction T-shirt. Oh, nice from Rey Mysterio there. Basically, power bombed himself on the ropes for a reversal. Nice, Ooh. nice. I'm okay with it. <laughs> six one nine, not the six one nine oh. that everybody knows though. <laughs> And the cat's playing with the fucking headphones. <laughs> That's all the cat lovers out there will know. They do not uh, realise when it's not playtime. No, I wonder if uh, podcast makers out there and cats... Yeah, if there's anybody out there that does make a podcast and has cats, we want to know your stories. Like, what does your cat get up to while you're recording a podcast? Yeah, there's a reason why Penny is never in the off whilst I'm recording. <laughs> It's like, you talk about oh, four, having a fourth man on the podcast, Penny, she'll, she'll chime in, and quite often. <laughs> we've had to bring both the... Well, I say we've had to bring in both the animals today. We haven't really, but they just followed us in because, obviously, we've been away for a week. Brian graciously looked after the, the kitty cat for us, made sure that she was fed and everything like that. And the dog went and spent time with uh, my dad, a.k.a. his granddad, Um so yeah, they're they're a bit. Oh, we've just promoted Treble A. They've literally just promoted Treble A. Mike's in A there. Yeah. I... Um, so yeah, they are suffering from a little bit of uh, separation anxiety here. So they're clinging on to us for all fucking life. Yeah, I thought you meant Mike's in A might be suffering from separation anxiety with the Triple A <laughs> fucking thing. Then. Oh my god, a fucking that was fucking amazing. Yeah, he... Super Carol actually did a good move. A fucking, I'm calling it what, a suicide fucking drop kick Su from the top rope to the outside. I would call it a suicide missile drop kick. Yes. And that was dangerous as fuck. And but. it was a solid fucking 10 out of 10. That's how good that drop kick <laughs> were. So, Super Cow up. You know what? I'm on board if you do more shit like that. Just uh, do, it, <laughs> do it safe with me. Get some marker on his name on his back. What the fuck's oh, he gonna do now? Another good move. Oh, what the fuck! Oh my god! It was executed well. It just didn't land very well, did it? Like, You're flattening Rey Mysterio there, like pancake style. Ain't getting away from that. Oof! Fucking hell! I'll tell you something. He has something, <clears throat> but he, it's whether he applies that something. That's the thing with Cowboys. His fucking hat's falling off. <laughs> I'm surprised it's still on. It's like, I'm surprised his sunglasses are still on. His sunglasses are actually part of the mask. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. are they sewn into the mask? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. the hat. Alright. The hat I is. Thought... It's flapping. It's actually flapping on his head, so it's attached to a degree, but that's a very small degree. And the thing is, as well, is with the hat on, it looks like he's wearing a full mask in that it covers his head. It actually doesn't. It's a yeah. cut out. Yeah. So it, it's like it makes it look even worse. He has just pulled the hat down a little bit to get it to make sure that nobody can see underneath, which you could start seeing underneath the back of the mask. Hmm. I haven't seen Rare Mysterio get messed up yet. Oh. Did that not mess him up? <laughs> yeah, no, what I meant is this is the first match I've seen somebody, like, hurt him. Dominate him, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that lady in the front row is having a fucking oh there she is taking a picture get a picture of Camel's butt Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go more with Rey Mysterio's butt right now. The spandex <laughs> is doing wonders for him. Apart from he kind of looks like he's got a diaper on. He looks, he, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the style, the style ain't good, is it? But then superheroes usually have their underwear over the tights, don't they? So that's kind of what never he's made going any sense. Why do they do that? I don't fucking know. I think they just get dressed in the dark or some shit. Oh, well, they do get, yeah, tend to get dressed in tight spaces like Superman in a phone box. Yeah. But I think Rey Mysterio looks fucking great here. Yeah, he like, does. He's shit. He looks in fucking shape. He looks really good. That lady is certainly. I'm actually doing that. some research on Super Kawa here. Um, his real name is Rafael Garcia, so. It, so I mean, typical Mexican. Yeah, name, yeah, typical Mexican <laughs> name. You can understand why he came up with a new name. Doesn't really say where he came up with the pers- uh, the persona, but it says Garcia has two brothers named Alan and Chris Storm. <laughs> 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 like what the fuck uh, Alan and uh, Chris so <laughs> alright Alan his original mum and dad separated and then he went with whoever and they were married an American partner and had two more kids and I don't know I don't know maybe they just wanted to be called Alan I, I just uh, maybe and Chris but what I find funny though is that we, we laugh at that and then we've, we we support a fucking club that's got a player called Ben Brayton who's got a Chilean mother and plays for the Chilean national team and has added Diaz yeah. to his name like you know I mean a- we've also got a Colombian for us named <sighs> Ian in Ian Paveda <laughs> so like you can imagine that guy like, oh yeah we've got we've got a Chilean and a Colombian that plays for us oh yeah yeah who are they oh yeah this is Ben and this is Ian it's like the two most British fucking names possible <laughs> is that a cleaner it is. There's a fucking cleaner in the fucking <laughs> second row. In purple. Clearly a Mysterio fan. Ah! It's probably that Roydy that we're fucking thingying earlier on. This fucking. What, what I find funny though himself. is you can actually see fans watching the cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> and a young Kenny. Referee's looking a bit sweaty. And I tell you something, Kenny Omega was probably watching this as a kid and going, "Oh, well, there's an idea." For a character, the cleaner. <laughs> Ow. Actually, uh, funny you should say that, Mark. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching the first season of Tough Enough, and in the auditions, yeah. the people that got invited to WF New York to perform for uh, Taz and Al Snow and a few other uh, people, I can't remember their bloody names. Uh, there was actually a yeah. guy who was saying uh, whose gimmick was a custodian, and he was actually really fucking good, but he didn't get picked. But he actually cut a really good promo. It's worth looking up. He puts all these cleaning references into his promo, but he's got the intensity, <laughs> the fire, and everything. It's like you know what the gimmick was probably very nineteen ninety five WWE, but the guy had something. He didn't need to be the custodian. But honestly, Taz was in fucking tears of laughter at it, and he thought it were brilliant. But yeah, it's a shame that he, he that never out. got he never got put on the show, unfortunately. Yeah, there was a, a poor lad who, in the house that they were staying in, uh, had a Goldberg uh, poster on the wall, and Triple H really ripped into him for it. <laughs> this sounds like a really stupid question, but is Mysterio his real last name? No, no. His, his real name is Oscar uh, Oscar Gutierrez. Okay, so I'm well, assuming Rey Mysterio was his father's stage name. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What's the referee doing? 
uh, being a WCW referee. <laughs> There's your answer. It's like Ray's going up. Oh, oh, nice! I love that safety nice. sent on. But to the face. <laughs> I'd pay so much money to see the referee do a fucking a springboard sense on now or some shit. Oh, it just never happens, and it's a shame. You'd probably see it in a backyard show or something like that. The referee just fucking just ah fuck it. I'll just do a fucking I'll do a splash. Oh, that's interesting. Oh! Wind knocked out. Right. Game over. Rems, it wasn't his dad, it was his uncle who was Rey Mysterio ah, right. Sr. And he's only known as Rey Mysterio Sr. to distinguish him from his nephew. So it wasn't his dad, it was yeah. actually his uncle. So my apologies. But yeah, obviously, Rey Mysterio's son, Dominic, is a wrestler now. And a pretty damn good one, I must say. Mm. Uh, the the, the long term plan is clearly for Dominic to take the Rare Mysterio name once yeah, his dad yeah. retires. So, if that, and if the, that ever happens, and the, and, <laughs> he should have retired by now. Yeah, and he's still fucking going, and he's still really good as well. Like, well, it, he's out, he's out injured again. Well, so I heard. Yeah, that's that's no surprise. But to say a few a uh, few years ago, he was a lot worse and a lot slower than what he is now like it he just had that resurgence mm. so obviously the operations there's many operations on his knees have done pretty well and, and there's, there's some point that you're just going to be ow. and like every day is going to be painful uh, and you've got to think to yourself look I can't fucking do right. this anymore it's funny you should say that because I think it was uh, Bobby the Brain Enon that was just talking about Rey Mysterio saying that in his 30s he'll be struggling and Brains just said I'm 36 and I struggle to get out of bed you are not 36 Bobby you are not 36 are you <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe the the Calo with the Q is the way it's spelled in Spanish Mexico. Yeah. maybe there's nothing of the sort Calo. you know that I can find it's gotta be like again it, 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 if, if you if you go in that direction, you, you've got to mar the two Back. up, haven't you? Because they're the same design. The fucking outfit's the same design with those weird fucking green fucking wing things. Ooh. Nice from Ray. I think they meant very nice. Ooh, that was very cool. I think the lightning bolts, by the way. Uh, Not wing. Yeah, they are wing things. Round things <laughs> wing things. I just don't care. That's that's lightning basically it. I don't even want to get. <laughs> I don't want to look at them. Enough to, to, to describe the detail because I just don't care. Lightning bolts with donuts. Well, yeah. He's a cruiser. Maybe, he a maybe thing, this will donuts. sound racist, and I want the listeners to know that is not my intention. But seriously, that that color scheme with the the nasty is sent on again. That the red and the luminous green yellow. It does look like a hot sauce bottle. That's it. That's what it looks like. It looks like the logo of a hot sauce bottle, like and probably not like the really good hot sauce. The one that just has very little taste and it's just all fucking burning. Oh, nice. Good kick out as well. To be fair, 
This is going on a while, isn't it? This has been given some time, yeah. Yeah, it's been given some time. I don't think Uvitud and Cornine got oh! this time. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Uh, we all know that Rey Mysterio Jr.'s Rey Mysterio's got ability, but it's not like this. he's had a lot of time or chance to showcase a lot of it in this. They've really fucking given a lot to Callow, really. Yeah. Which is, again, it goes to show how giving Rey Mysterio is as well. Yeah, yeah. But that's the issue, because we want to see more of Rey Mysterio on top yeah. performing his moves, which is... Obviously, it comes down the line, but still. Give him more than one minute on fucking Nitro. That's not too bad. Should get a three here. No. <laughs> you found that funny. Why? <laughs> it just looked so... Um, a spinning... Again, cart cartoony. A spinning butt to the face. Jesus! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Oh! Not bad. Yeah, that's really good. I like it. Not bad. I like it. Good finish. What about Mike's that? I mean, for... Yeah. for Why is his belly taped? I don't know. Probably to sell an injury. Or maybe he's yeah, cut it. Might lot. have had an attack or something like that. Oh god, the, the, tank, the tank is waiting at the side of the screen again. That is really distracting. <laughs> just peeking through. Are you trying to come in yet? No, I'll just wait here. It's good to what it's like. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, good camera angle for a change. This was good. That was good, yeah. Gotta give it to Callow as well. He's he's got to do he's gotta put some effort in there, but that Yeah, it's this ain't uh, too bad. It's so acrobatic and gymnastic. Yeah. yeah. I think it helps that he's got he's a little bit little more heavy set than the average cruiserweight. So actually when he does yeah. land and gets it, there's more fucking impact when he lands. Because all the gravity mm. just takes him. So you've gotta take that for what it oh. is. Oh god, fucking nasty boys now. <laughs> Mark just put his head in his hands and went, ugh. Yeah. Oh, fucking, I fucking, I hate these people as people, so let alone wrestlers, they just fucking do Why my head. Why are they bad people? Put it this way, uh, there was a wrestler. That's the one who nearly, that's the one who tried to beat up David Arquette. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Actually, no, it wasn't David Arquette. It was David Arquette's fucking videographer. Well, yeah. Because he was filming for the documentary yeah. that we watched, and he tried to beat him up. Yeah. Because he had a camera in his face. And mm -hmm. by the way, the day that uh, Randy Savage died, the Nasty Boys were at a wrestling convention, and when the news flooded in of Savage's death, Brian Nobbs took it upon himself to go around to all the tables or other wrestlers and just laughed about Savage dying. So. Brian Nobbs mm. again scourging my fucking first name utter prick just no time for them no time for no. them not very nice. and, and they're shite wrestlers as well they're just, they're just not good they look like shit they no. are shit and they're shit people just uh, they're like I don't know in terms of weight they're probably about six tons of shit Fucking for for as long as I can remember, just rode the coattails of Hulk Hogan as oh, well. Oh yeah, as well. He got a job just because of him. Yeah, they got a job everywhere. He got a fucking job in TNA because of him. Yep. 
Just and they had no, they had no right to be in TNA, none at all. No. So here's a question: Why do you think that they carried on getting booked and pushed, even though they're terrible? Hulk Hogan. They were Hulk. Because Hulk. Hulk Hogan. The Hulk Hogan's yeah. friends. For his buddies. Yeah, that's good to yeah. The Hulk Hogan's friends. It wasn't even. I don't even think it was two weeks. Hulk Hogan was there. Two weeks later, the Nasty Boys were there, and it just didn't fit. They weren't TNA. Nope. It weren't what TNA were about. The t- and TNA had. You, they had. You know, like Scott Steiner, and I, I think he'd started tagging. Uh, main event mafia were knocking about, so they were the, they were already that nostalgic heavyweight tag team, if you like. Even though Scott wasn't with Rick, he was still with somebody. Who... Look at the difference, though. The Nasty Boys look like absolute shit. Not like backyard wrestlers that are fucking. And look at the other guys who are like, check out. <laughs> look at the ref. He looks so out of place. He looks very scared. Yeah, uh, bless him. He looks so out of place. He looks so fucking tiny. You know, but yeah, put it this way: we, me and Mark have waxed lyrical about how bad Stevie Ray is, and that's uh, <laughs> one half of Harlem Heat, the one that stood in the ring, ready to go now. And he's the second best person in this <laughs> in this match. Yep, that's it. You know. <laughs> He's just these guys are gonna make him look good, but not intentionally. Not not the fucking DDP making Shabo look good, or Rey Mysterio making Supercaro look competent. This is mm. just them being so bad that just by association they make Stevie Ray look good. And they better not come out of this as champions. And to be honest, oh, I don't, I don't think they ever won. I don't think they ever won the WCW tag titles. I just I'm not sure. Not. But It'd be a tr- tragic mistake if they fucking put them over fucking Booker T and Stevie Ray. I'm expecting a fucking riot of Fallen Heat win though. Because oh, nice! Na- the- fucking sold that like a fucking hero. Yeah. Yeah, because nasty boys are getting cheered here, so. Sherry's wearing her fucking present. Her chaps and her fucking leather top. It's not good. No, she she don't look great here. I mean, that's what the whole point because of who she's supposed to be married to in Kayfabe. But, you know, it also pains me to see her like that. Yeah. I, I'll just. Ugh. I know the answer why. Fucking. Sags is on the wrong fucking ring! Sags is like, yeah, I'm gonna wrestle in here! <laughs> what a twat! <laughs> God, I hate him. I fucking hate him. Prick. Oh, man. Yeah, I know the answer why the fucking Nasty Boys are so over with this crowd. I just fucking hate it. Like, well, but just, I think you know why, Brian. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I know why, but I just fucking hate it. You know, I just. I mean, the crowd are going nuts with just jack- basic fucking moves on the black guy. Like, come on. They don't. They're not fucking. They don't bother about the, how good or bad this match is, because of these two. Oh, nice! I hope that was fucking potato. Yeah. What does that mean? Potato is a stiff Proper. punch. Proper. 
obviously they use open hand fists when they're punching but yeah. the potatoes are fucking proper one yeah it's a shoot punch not a worry because these fuckers will potato you as well just for the fucking yeah that's another thing I don't like, I don't like about them as well is that they just it wouldn't surprise me if these guys end up on a dark side of the ring at some point but it is, but it is, put it this way these guys definitely fucking bullies backstage yeah oh yeah big time the, ca- big time. the kind of bullies that Mark Henry will praise even though the racists are on their side here yeah <laughs> then again Mark Henry Mark Henry has had a habit of excusing racism as well so Oh dear. Yeah, he's done that a couple of times. Yeah. Fucking hell, she's got sparkly hair, hasn't she? Yeah, she's used some glitter hairspray there. She she looks like a, it's like a filter on Snapchat. She looks like she looks like Scott Hall in drag. She looks like wow. She looks like <laughs> hot take. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna not saying that drag is a bad thing. No. <laughs> it's very good and very creative outlet, but she she really does. I, I was just gonna say she were she looks like a Christmas card, but there's no beating that. <laughs> <laughs> I like drag. Just putting that out there. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to say because it, it she does. She's got the little Elvis hair thing. And yeah, she's got like yeah. a leather oh, vest. Good, the leather vest good, good is selling. obviously something that that um, Scott Howard wear as well. Right, why are they fucking patting to their armpits? Uh, this tell- that's the finish, yeah. isn't it? The stink- stinker, whatever oh, it's called. God. Oh, yeah, I'm going to really? say, we're that nasty, we don't use deodorant. Well, now we do 99% yeah. of no, wrestling that's... fans on arenas. You're not fucking special. No, that's part of the uh, part of the show. Something interesting, none of the crowd is stood. Um, like they have been in the other matches. There's not the issue with this is, is there's a little bit of action, but it, there's not a lot. It's, Obviously, it's breaking down. It's like happening outside the ring as well. Uh, see, everybody's oh, they're all stood up now. Chairs are yeah. flying. Won't surprise me if that's fucking shoot as well. He's just fucking throwing chairs around like a dick. They're definitely losing this match. Fucking hell! He nearly fell. <laughs> <laughs> Nobs nearly fucking fell. Simply fucking running in, running the ropes, and he nearly fucking fell. Somebody, uh, Razor, Scott Hall. He doesn't mean Jerry, by the way. <laughs> means someone going up the steps. Yeah. <laughs> She don't look good here. I mean, she looks better than she has done, I suppose, in the entire fucking tenure that she's been in WCW. Really? Yeah, that, that's. And that's saying something. If she doesn't look, she doesn't look good, but she looks better than she ever did in WCW. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, not trying to fair. Oh, take uh, that. shame that another heel. woman for the fashion choices, but I'm gonna assume that she didn't really have a choice, and she looks yeah 80s when it's the 90s. Yeah. This is part of the. So she got this as a present last week from Parker, who's that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, she got it last week or the week before or whatever. It's just kind of like I don't know. She's been told to wear it I don't know what she's doing now we're spending more time concentrating on what Sherry's doing than the fucking match yeah and it's a shame I because I not want to be in his position 
It's a shame because, you know, we've got at least one really fucking good wrestler in this ring that we we yes. absolutely love to see every time he gets in the ring and I'm just not interested. Yeah. Like, Oh, fucking hell. I am when he does shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially against that cunt. <laughs> oh! Yes! He fucking knows <laughs> all it. Look at that. that. Like, he's proper fucking going for him. And fu- Yeah, this isn't... They're trying to rile the audience up. Yeah. It's working. Yeah. So Mark Curtis is telling Sags to get back in the ring, but Sags wasn't the legal man anyway. It was Nobs. What? So Sherry's she... slapping. Did you see that fucking face on Brian Nobs as he went for her? Yes, I did. Yeah, he looked like a fucking pumpkin. <laughs> you know, a fucking lantern. Sherry's like... in the ring, getting chased by uh, Sags. Nobs is on the outside. So fucking who's Sherry hell, with? Dude. Sherry's with all of meat. All right, cool. I don't even know what fucking Sags were doing there, by the way. Like, I mean... Just trying to chase Sherry. <laughs> I don't know. Just falling over. Yeah. I mean, I think that could be said about all of his career. What the fuck was Sags doing there? <laughs> yeah. There's Nobs not selling the uh, snap mirror at all. And he's going to get up from this fucking leg drop. Not sell that either. Oh god, they're terrible. It's like he doesn't want to make it seem believable on purpose. He's the double team. I've just realised who Brian Nobbs reminds me of. He looks like Oogie Boogie from The Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. He does though. It was that fucking when he chased um when he chased oh fucking hell. When he chased uh, Sherry, it was that face on him. It's Oogie Boogie. (laughs) It does help that he's got the body of a fucking postal sack as well. (laughs) Oh, the hot tag, and nobody cared. Even the the crowd doesn't care about fucking the Nasty Boys now. They're just like, this is shit. By the way, by by the association and fucking hell, yes, he does look like him. Jerry Sags does look like Behemoth from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas as well, so... (laughs) No heat to this at all. Crowd don't care. Nobody cares. Well, crowd do care, but... Nobody cares. For a different reason, not for wrestling reasons. They're just not. They're not. They're, there's nothing. There's no audio. There's no nothing. They're just not. Oh, now they are, because male on female violence perks them up. Sherry's in. Robert Parker is attempting. <laughs> what the fuck? As Booker T's just completely missed the fucking. Don't be silly. I don't. Whoa. I have no context, but I just heard Dusty Rhodes go fried pie and why? What? <laughs> What the fuck is he on about? The colonel is soaking wet. Yeah, probably because he's wearing... It does look like it's a very uh, hot night there. Yes. And he's wearing fucking rich cotton suit. Well done, Stevie. I didn't think you were going to fucking make that one. Well done. Nobs is in, taking care of Stevie now. Booker T's still on the floor from the power driver. Sags is going to the top rope, I think. Let's hope the rope doesn't snap. 
Oi, let's hope it does. Well. Because that'd be funny. So, if you're Colonel Parker, you're whacking him with a cane here, aren't you? Alright, trip him up, that's fine. <laughs> Not far off. Sags is back out. No selling the uh, fall. So, what I don't like... Oof! Stevie with a fucking clothesline round that fucking corner. What I don't like about this is that they're trying to make it like Harlem Heat need the extra help to win against the Nasty Boys when the Nasty Boys are clearly unfit, can't wrestle. It's because of the bad guys. That's li- it's, a, it's, a, it's a basic tactic for bad guys. Oh, by the way, you know the Nasty Boys aren't even faces at this point. They're, they're still heels. No. It's re- no. It's a, but people are cheering them. Yeah, it, it's just a really weird dynamic because they've been cheered yeah. on a couple of occasions just for doing basic stuff on Nitro, but they, they've not in any way, shape or form been presented as faces. They're, no. They're, uh, mean Gene like mean mean is questioning, questioning them on a weekly basis about their ties to Hulk Hogan. I mean, legitimately, yeah. he is doing this, and they're still, still getting fucking booed. They're still getting cheered, they're not getting booed. It's like, it's a real weird thing. They're not, they haven't even denied having ties to Hulk Hogan. They're just saying they're not part oh. of the NWO. They're still admitting that they're friends of Hogan. They are heels through and through. Sherry getting some shots in. Well, she deserves to after the hair dragon she had. Parker's getting some shots in as well. Fucking hell, he can't even get in the ring proper. Booker T laying the shots in now. Stevie Ray tagged in. Get this fucking match over and done with now. I can't be doing me anymore. No, I've had enough. This has been a terrible match. I mean... Three and three quarter stars for Meltzer. No, I'm joking. I should fucking hope not. I should (laughs) hope he hasn't rated it that. I mean, it's dead Meltzer, so I wouldn't be fucking surprised anyway, but... (laughs) I think... I think the first match did get three and a half... Uh, from what I remember but I can't remember any of the other ones well that's because I didn't go looking to be honest didn't want the Only card to be spoiled just, but no. the card is being spoiled by this now <laughs> so it's fairly solid up until this, until this point <laughs> this is just a mess because obviously fucking the nasty boys are supposed to be the veterans in this one aren't they really but yeah, there's no structure to it <laughs> What's that smell? This match. Because it's shit. It seems like it's really hot there. There's a lot of sweating going on. Yeah. It's double the lights as well because you've got two rings. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. I didn't even factor into that. Yeah. North Carolina in the middle of August. You don't want to be working with these guys when it's that hot either. I mean, no, you can imagine that fucking, fucking Brian Jerry and Saggy Nobs stink. Oh, by the way, that's what I call them. Brian Jerry and Saggy can Nobs. Can you imagine getting a flappy man boob in the face? I don't want to imagine. When it's all sweaty. I, I seriously don't want to imagine. <laughs> It'd be like being hit by a, um, a, a, a wet chicken breast just being thrown at you. Like an old one as well. It's like Slap. it's gone off. 
Or a fish. But hairy. You have to roll it on the floor yeah. a couple of times first. Or a fish. Like a fresh well, fish. I think Booker T just got that, to be fair. Yeah, I thought he did as well. They're both in the ring now. Well, both teams are in the ring. Big splash in the corner from Brian Nobbs. Booker T's down. Stevie Ray now being thrown in by both nasty boys. Duck it, duck it. Oh, you twat. The guy's dancing in the stairway again. No, he's gone now. So this is the knobs. What? I have no idea. Pump handle. Slam. Gonna run up and Parker's oh, on the thank side. Thank you, Parker. Thank you. Nobs has come off the top rope. He's got the pin. Yes! Kill him! He's in the ring. Kill him, Jerry! Oh, why not? Kill him, Brian! <laughs> that's not. <laughs> Brains just said that's not Tiger Woods. Nope, that's Sherry. Uh, she's just whacked him in the head with the cane. And Booker T gets it. Thank fuck that's over with. Fuck me. Well, surprising. He did an antidepressant after that. Fucking <laughs> hell. You know. That was surprisingly uh, a positive reaction from the crowd at the end. I think they're just happy the match is over. Yeah. I think that's all it is. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> Seriously? Fucking... Didn't Robert Parker have, like, long grey hair at one point? He like, did. He's dyed his hair. It was like in yeah. that episode where fucking... A phrase where Martin dyes his hair with shoe polish. He looks just like Martin with Diamond. Oh, 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 snapped it on his head. Get in there. I fucking hope it were real. I really, I probably gimmicked, but fuck me, I hope it were real. Maybe it was sawed through a bit. Maybe the... <laughs> Alice Cooper's we need a Strauss yesterday. Oh, like, in face. <laughs> Maybe the stench from Brian Nobbs just broke it. It just burnt through it. <laughs> it eroded the wood. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just, from, just from impact <laughs> on his back, it got fucking uh, woodworm. <laughs> termites. Yeah, termites. Oh, what's this? What the big boys were. Oh, we've got merch. <laughs> Full brawl witch. I mean, I probably have that WCW Nitro shirt. I don't know about that four brawl one, to be honest. The Nitro one's cool. Twenty dollars plus five ninety five shipping. Back and then, we don't charge twenty dollars for a t-shirt. And I'm if you'd like sure. to buy Beth Blade and the Beautiful Disasters t-shirts, go on to BethBladeandTheBeautifulDisasters dot com. Woo! <laughs> Who's been finding suspended, Mike? Oh, they're on about Savage. It's gonna be the macho man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, by the way, when I was wearing my macho man t-shirt for the first time the other day, I was going around going, oh, yeah. I love that it was purple. <laughs> my, my brother said, do you want a brew? I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> Did he look at you funny? No, he, he, he looked with approval because he's a big Savage fan, so. Oh, there you go, then. See, if I'd said that to my brother, he'd have no idea what I was on about and think I was nuts. Seriously, I'd like to hear your savage impression, Beth. <laughs> Only comes out on special occasions. Well, this is a special yeah, occasion. You're still recovering your voice. <laughs> so, so she will have the raspy, uh, raspy tone to her throat then, so it should work. <laughs> it requires a lot of alcohol. 
I'll let you be for this time. Which I'm not allowed to drink because I've had my tooth pulled out. We've got the Starburst here. Got a red one. He's got his very own special edition natural t-shirt here because it's very, very glittery. Glitzy. Yeah. Glitzy. That's that, oh, I love that word. Glitzy. Glitzy. Stick a load of PVA glue on there and then just with Neil Buchanan Glitter. in disguise here, just tip a lot of glue on it. Fucking, that's what it's going to turn out like. That's pretty smart. You learn everything from Banksy, huh? <laughs> Banksy did it all. I'm telling you. It's an FYI, Ano Neil Buchanan is not Banksy. Another grudge match. Ooh. I'm pretty sure that, uh, they called uh, one match earlier a grudge match. Yeah. Excuse me. The evil necessitates what he's called himself. That's so fucking wrestling, the evil necessity. Did <laughs> <laughs> he fucking. Did he. I he fucking fell over then because of the camera angle. Well, why not? I mean, fucking hell. Everybody else Nobs nearly did. <laughs> fucking Uvi does. The cameraman's just getting in the way. Jericho Oh, he's right? handing out Slim Jims. Yeah, you, oh, nice. Why Could imagine that. He fucking fell down around. Oh, no. Oh no! <laughs> Stop me now! <laughs> what? What do you this want? This is not what I meant by trick the like fantastic. We don't really need to add context, but I do want to bring this up. Uh, obviously, our our number one nation listeners. Uh, is the UK, of course, because who else would put up with our accents? <laughs> um, and I would talk of football. <laughs> and talk of football, yeah. Um, we really do need to <laughs> dial down back on that, don't we? Just to dial back on it a little bit. I think there was one episode we spent 15 minutes talking about Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dude, I, football I, needs it. Come on, we're doing a little bit. I don't like this. Why is he still coming out into the normal giant fucking stick? Wait, I'm pretty sure... He, has he got the Dungeon of Doom theme, though? No, he's got NWR. I just heard it. Uh, yeah, it, doesn't, it just doesn't work with the colours. No, it doesn't. No. We're not buying Green him... Black. We're not buying him as a le legitimate fucking fairy tale giant anymore. Yeah, he doesn't like... Yeah, he doesn't look like the NWR member. No. Yeah, he should... He should put a white rim on that singlet. That'd be a good shout, actually. White rim, yeah. put the NWO logo on the side. We've got the branding now. I think at some point he does put an NWO logo on there. I mean, at the moment, I, I've never liked, I've never liked this costume on him. It's just a player. It just doesn't. Yeah, it's just a player on Andre the Giant. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Because yeah. they were initially trying to sell him as uh, Andre's son. Obviously, people didn't buy it. Obviously. <laughs> but yeah, to go back to what I was saying about, uh, obviously, listener count is uh, usually primarily British and um, talking about Neil Buchanan. We did have a bit of a conversation and a bit of a laugh the other day about Neil Buchanan <laughs> being Banksy, just to get our context. Uh, and Zap. Yeah, that fucking too. That just... I, I I learned everything from life by watching Zap and <laughs> Smart and Art Attack. That's a, it's just the, they're the three things that I always used to watch. 
I give two shits about Blue Peter. Hated it. I love Blue Peter. I hate it. I really want a Blue Peter. I don't know. Just to put on my leather jacket. I'm pretty sure you can buy them off eBay. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking hell. Anyway, I'm alive. Yeah, I just but yeah, they were the ones for me because they didn't they didn't chop and change presenters that much. Whereas Blue Peter, every twelve months, like what was his name Richard Bacon. Well, he had a cork addict addiction, <laughs> so he went disappearing the because guy he was from smart. Killed sm himself. Yeah, no, and that was really sad. Mark Spate. Yeah. Yeah, that was really sad. But he was on there like from the beginning to the end. Well, the beginning until his end, but like, yeah, Richard Bacon was like smacked up in some fucking. <laughs> in some fucking bathroom somewhere getting licked by a fucking prostitute or some shit I don't know he was he was depressed he was going through a lot of shit whereas you know well you don't know about Richard Bacon that's making assumptions isn't no it? he was he was a fucking he was an addict yeah that is drugs. it was documented he, that's true he used to have a talk show on, on Five Live and the uh, mum used to listen to it and he was quite open and honest about his past then so oh the giant has got a tattoo. Is he? On his leg. Yeah. It, on his leg? Unless it's written. It looked like it said TM. Like he just TM. trademarked his leg. <laughs> <laughs> What's everybody looking at? Who's who's dressed up as what now? By the way, speaking of uh, 90s... Um, Shit. You know, uh, another, 90s TV shows, 90s nostalgia. Have you heard that Games Master's coming back? Not as a magazine, as an actual TV show, like it originally was. I had heard... Th so this was in the pipeline about 18 months ago, but I thought they ditched no, the No, it's been confirmed and everything. Wow. Uh, just always... No one's even watching the match here. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, this this distracted by something. But yeah... Uh, Who was the guy that used to do it? Dominic Diamond. I forgot his name, though. Dominic Diamond. No, no, no. The, 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 the computer head. Oh, yeah. Um, he's... He, he's a really famous guy. Yeah, he died. He, oh. Yeah, he was presented as Sky at Night. He died a few years ago. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Sky at Night. What's his fucking oh, name? Richard. Uh, Richard. I know it's called Richard. That's one for Google. Sir Richard, weren't it? Yeah. Oh uh, no, Richard. Patrick Moore. Patrick Moore, yeah, of course it is. Richard. Why are we thinking Richard? I, I, have, no, guy, I have no idea. The new space guy. I have no idea. Richard Attenborough. No. Yeah. I'll take a look at that when that comes by. That was fucking pretty cool. I think that were on Channel 4, weren't it, Games Master? Yeah. Oh, I say he died a few years I don't know that one. He died a few years ago. No. He died a few years ago. Mm. Nine years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem like it was quite recent for some reason. But yeah, um, yeah, that's the only thing. It's a shame that obviously you can't use Patrick Moore anymore, unless you want to do some fucking hologram shit like bloody some some bloody promoters do these days. Um, yeah, you could do that. Uh, Dominic Diamond is living in Canada these days, so I don't know if he's willing to on our commute. But yeah, it'll be Richard Ayodi. That's who it'll be. Ah, that would be a good idea actually. It'd work, it'd work. Yeah, well... It, it, I mean, I know people really shat on the idea of him presenting the Crystal Maze, and he's brilliant at that, so... Yeah, he is good. So, yeah. I won't mind it. Match up top. It's not working out. This is just not a good it's match. It's not a good no, match, it's... and people don't seem interested in the crowd No, because either. it's a squash match. You know, mm. it's, it's simple as that. I mean, 
Savage is going to put a little bit of shine on the giant, obviously, because that's what he does. And we all know, I mean, me and Mark know at least, and some of the listeners will know this, that this would have been all written out by Savage pre, uh, before the match. Yeah. So, but the problem is with that is he's just working with a guy that's very limited. And when it's a squash match, it's just not going to work. I remembered the other space oh. guy. He's called Brian Cox. Yeah. So I don't know how we got Richard. I don't know because of Dick Richard Cox. I mean, it all comes in. It all comes into play, doesn't it? <laughs> By the way, that was some fucking great psychology from Savage there, kicking the leg that's been recently tattooed. You know, I've I've had <laughs> the first thing my sister did when I got tattooed. Uh, when I got my first tattoo, she slapped the fucking thing, and it hurts. So, oh. and that were a few days after. So I can imagine like that's what he's done. That's what he would do in here. Kick the tattoo. Holy shit! Wow. Right, crowds. Wow. Crowds alive. Yeah, that crowd loved that big scoop slam on the Look giant like from the macho. Macho's up uh, top. Hogan's now. here. Oh, here comes Hogan. Walking concert. Hogan's out from the darkness, but he's got the elbow off. What were you doing there, Hulk? <laughs> Gordon Savage. Trying to pull him out and then realise he's like 600 pounds. <laughs> Can't do this, brother. <laughs> so this is where Macho gets counted out and he's going to get jumped, obviously. Yep. There we go. Scott Hall's out. Oh, the red. Oh, he's missed. The red, the red Scott Hall oh. outfit. I love it. It is pretty cool. I fucking love that outfit. Cool. Nash doesn't look great in this costume. You don't like it. No. no. I, 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 he looks better in a pair of jeans. He, he looks better in the old black signal, I think, as well. The red, the red I, I've never liked Savage. Uh, not Savage, uh, never liked Nash in the red, to be honest with you. I've been one of those people. If you had, like, a black singlet with a red uh, tights, it'd probably look a lot better. I mean, it's more... He does do it, that at some it, point. It, it's more... He hasn't got his blonde hair yet, either. And he's, his hair's tied up as well, which takes away a little bit, doesn't it? I'm surprised Macho didn't get counted out on this one. Oh, Nick Patrick, of course. He's the referee. Yep. Of course. Damn. Poor match, but it's for the angle at the end. Uh, just, just some uh, interesting uh, thing for Mark here because he do, it, it is anti Becky Lynch campaign. Is that the? <laughs> they've just had, he usually likes redheads. I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know. Um, the the contract signing for a title match. Uh, I'm guessing it's a triple threat for the SmackDown Women's title. Uh, Sasha Banks was led on the on the table. The table that's covered in a black cloth, and she's just uh, uh, Bianca Blair has just done a sweet Death Valley driver onto Becky Lynch through the table via the top of Sasha Banks. You're pretty cool looking. Nice. Pretty cool. Looking. There's a lot of black leather here, though. Just it was kind of hard to figure out who it was at first, but yeah. So yeah, well, that pretty just cool. sounds typical. That sounds typical of of not only rock music but wrestling as a whole. Black, black leather, black. It's all black. Yeah. Like everybody wears black. It's fucking Nowadays. mega annoying. Yeah. Oh, there's no uh, 
Randy Savage Day Glow Neon. It's a real shame that this doesn't tie into Halloween coming up in two weeks. Yeah. It's a shame that we haven't quite lined it up. That's a shame, but you're never going to get... We're never going to be fully lined up anyway, are we? But, you know, that was a cool little advertisement. Oh, War Games! Fucking hell, it doesn't... This, uh, this pay-per-view doesn't seem like it's been as long as what it has. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. So are they lowering, lowering that onto the ring? Yeah. Yeah, it's the cage, yeah. Oh, that's smart. And the pyro from it as well makes it look really cool. Yeah. Gives it a big... Of course, the Kiss fan that sat next to me, she's fucking almost like... Frothing. Orgasmic over this fucking fireworks. It is quite a rickety cage, though. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah, a proper. It, this is this is very stable. This is the one thing WWE always got right. Their cages were always like sturdy as fuck, and they had like a proper like um, truss right at the fucking top. Yeah, right, that kept it all like it kept it all not only safe but so that is you it could do moves on top. Is it supposed to sit on top like that? No, it's gonna go over the ropes. Right. Gonna, Obviously, I think what they're going to do is they're going to wait until the, the first two combatants come in, unless they're just going to let them through the doors. They will let them through the doors as they come in. So it's one by one. Mm-hmm. No, it's lower in now. Yeah, it, oh, there you are. Yeah, it's one thing I've always liked but about the WWE. They've always gotten that right. That said, yeah. I always preferred the old, uh, you know, the, the blue cages and the black cages used to have. They were fucking far more intimidating than the mesh. They were still old than cages, but they were just too difficult to put up. That's how the Big Show made his debut as well. Was one in one of them cage matches. It was Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon, and he and uh, the Big Show, the Giant, came through the through the ring itself, just ripped it open, and threw Steve Austin against. The wall and the wall just opened. So you're like, yep, I'd won because it was escape only. Put ass in the thing. Especially put indescript, indistinct. So Flair's not announcing that there's a fourth guy. He's they, not announcing who it is. They're just gonna go in there as a threesome. Hurt. Huh. Iggy. They're also saying Stinger no oh. Sting, but you'd think. We'll see. It's time for the war games. Let's go to the ring and Michael Buffer. Mm, Michael Buffer. Big game feel. I it like doesn't it. make any sense. If the storyline ends up being really stupid, I'll be annoyed. Oh, it's not stupid. It's not stupid at all. It's actually pretty clever, but yeah. Might I add that we were watching the boxing while uh, her band was here uh, and buffers don't do the boxing anymore and 
it's slightly disappointing. Yeah, he's he's long done. He's hurt. He's hurt. Michael Buffer, Bruce Buffer, obviously does the announcement for UFC. Yeah, yeah, UFC. But I would have thought that there'd be something else. Oh, we've got a fucking buffer in. See, issue, I'm not. <laughs> Whilst Buffer's on the Aww. screen, we get Buffer in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. A bit of print screen. That's bloody good timing, that, weren't it? Print screen. Yeah, it was. Print screen again. Right. Right. You can keep going while the announcements are on. Just let us know what's happening. You kept moving it. That's probably what it was. No, I didn't. I didn't press anything. Let's do a reload. Can I get a reload? Yeah, he's just. Yeah, I mean, he's just going down the rules. Yeah, yeah. He's going to take about fifteen minutes because it'd be really convoluted. Oh shit! Time code, please, buddy. Time code two. Uh, Two hours seven and thirty-six. Two hours seven and thirty-six. So just try and go a couple of seconds ahead to catch up properly. Aye, aye, aye. Wish my chair would stop making squeaky noises. <laughs> Don't lie, Brian. They're fine. They're not. They're really not. I, I've always been honest if I fought on the podcast. So it's three versus three. The NWO have not released the fourth name. And obviously, the horsemen have just announced that Sting is the fourth man. So who's the fourth man again for the NWO? Hmm. Curiousness. They didn't say it was Sting. Yeah, because he, he just came in then and said, I I'll see you out there. So I'll he's see the you fourth in a while. Man. Yeah. But why would he come out and say it's not me? Because he's denying that he attacked him. He's saying that it was a. So why would he it say. Was a fake. It wasn't me, but I'll see you in a while. It doesn't make any sense. It's really Because Lex was, Lex was saying, I don't believe you. And he said, Well, whether you believe me or not, I'll see you in a while. That make any sense. It will all make sense eventually. Just bear with it. Couldn't have fucking nailed that. Any, I can, I can just about hear buffering your thing, and we did, we nailed that almost perfect. Yes, yeah, I can hear the slight, slight from your end as well. Yeah, it's almost perfect. How much did he just get paid? Half a million every time, weren't it? I'm sure it were. Even back then? Yeah. I would have thought, yeah, but this is like Pinnacle, isn't it? It's mm. Pinnacle Buffer. Right, on 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 my screen, it crashed at, are you ready for the thousands? It's still going, but the subtitles are crashed, are you ready for the thousands? That's literally what's going through Bruce, uh, Michael Buffer's head here. It looks like Bruce Buffer. <laughs> it's on Cameo now for like $300 a pop. Really? Yeah, it's I would fucking a Bang average, bloody price, though, really. Yeah. It's really expensive on there now, isn't it? Yeah. I think Sting's expensive. I haven't looked on there in a while. Yeah, I, look, I looked at Sting not too long ago, and I'm sure he's like $200 or something. It's just fucking mental. They gave me a $20, $20 off voucher. <laughs> That's a love rug. That is a love rug. And Scott Hall looks fucking great here, I can't lie. Yeah. Oh, it's like a cool motherfucker before all the alcohol fucking problems. 
This music's awful. I can't. I, some... I can't hear the music itself. It's just. It's just got it's some guy having a guitar wank. Yeah, it's a stock TNT fucking thing. Oh, even so... though this isn't on TNT. So he's not in key. <laughs> he looks like he's trying to get out of the way or something. <laughs> it's just Owen Anderson on a fucking video game. <laughs> so. I'm not quite getting the music, so I'm guessing Owen's just coming out to the Horseman theme. So no, it's just the TV theme. So no, why? Why? The that makes theme. no fucking sense to me. I know, dude. I know. You'd think that they, to get the crowd pumped. Why? Why give all them the Slim Jims to one dude? Owen Anderson versus Scott Hall. To be fair, if I'm watching this live. Back in 1996, I'm thinking Iron versus Skull. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm here yeah. for this. Yeah, if if Iron can go proper, we've had the problems where he's not been able to really show what he's worth as a singles competitor. But when he's doing like little bits in the tag team matches, look real impressive. If 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 he's fit and healthy, he's not got any injury issues, which you know he, at this point he is suffering from. Iron versus yeah. Scott Hall in the, in the 90s. Yeah, 1996. All for it, yeah. The good thing is it only has to last for a, for a few minutes, doesn't it, until it becomes, well, a tag match, basically. But Just a, a tornado tag. And, and the one thing you can guarantee is that Orin will fucking sell really, really well, unlike he were for the bloody slats yeah. from, from Hall. And I've always loved Scott Hall's comical selling as well. It just works. Not, no wrestler can do it like he can and get away with it. Yeah. The bloody... The, it's just a little bit over the top, but it just works for him. Another thing is, is that you don't realise how tall Scott Hall is until yeah. he's in his wrestling attire. When he's in jeans, so apparently, when he's in his jeans and you know his his waistcoat or what have you, you know, he just looks standardised. Yeah, standardised. Yeah. I was just looking this up. Is that his build height is six seven, yeah. but he's actually six four. Oh yeah, they they do that a lot as well. Yeah, I mean, Kenny was a bit. Which means he's the heights. same height as you, yeah. Mark. But it's also Referee like in the ring is Nick Nick Patrick, which makes it a two on one already. And also, it's it's his build as well that just makes him look. I mean, he's got fucking oh, the long legs. Man. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if that idea was pitched. How did you think that they did with the... This is going like well off the fucking topic here, but it's not figure four time, don't be silly. Um, how do you think they did with like Garrett Bischoff when he were in TNA? Because like, I never knew it was Eric's son until he came out and said... I'm Eric's son. I just genuinely thought he was a referee. Yeah, he did not look like his dad at all, did he? No. Which is really like, weird. He trained to be a wrestler and then obviously started wrestling for a bit, yeah. didn't he? And yeah, it's fucking nepotism. Like He obviously got a job because Eric Bischoff was there and blah, blah, blah. But Yeah, he never, he, he never continued like, to be a wrestler after, after TNA. Well, apparently he was smart with his money. Yeah. 
he made a, he made a, a decent living, uh, and he, he just settled down with his wife. I think invested. he had a kid and stuff like that. I mean, not necessarily invested, but he just fucking just made sure he was he was you know he had his house and stuff, and he just fucking came out of wrestling, and he's like a he's just like a biker now. Or something. Yeah, he, I mean, good on him for that. His boots. Mm. He's rocking them red boots. He just rocks a red period. He just looks great in red. Red period. <laughs> oh, is that what you see? Yeah. Is that what is that what the design is? <laughs> oh, I hope not. <coughs> oh God. Oh, you poor, poor fellas. You have no idea. <laughs> I kind of like orange boots as well, though. Oh yeah, the silver back on them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about the shoes today. You got a secret foot fetish? Or, no, or BDSM, or BDSM. Oh yeah, definitely BDSM then. <laughs> she was talking about Super, Super Carlo earlier while you were in the toilet, and his BDSM look. I wouldn't. He looked like he was wearing a gimp mask. Ah, yeah, a little bit. With sunglasses. <laughs> Coin toss is going to be held in the back because everybody's falling out about it. Cool. Yeah, they're not in the cages at the top of the ramp then. I thought that was actually no. a legitimate thing. I mean, they do that in WWE, so like, I could only assume. I, I think in one match I've seen, like one War Games match, it might have been War Games 2000 who did it then. Sorry, I'm not sure how this works, so what? happens if one of them pins one of them is it over? oh no yeah well no you can't pin until everybody's in the ring it's basically oh. it's like one team can get that get a foothold over the other right i see so like the, the coin toss will give uh, an advantage to one team so another team is always yeah, is always the bad yeah guys. it's playing catch up yeah genuinely the case yeah. it's always the fucking bad guys <laughs> Everybody's standing up, but we all know who's next. Mr. Kevin Nash. Well, I didn't know that. Well, you do, because it's process of elimination. Oh, they're going to put a hole it's, it's obvious, yeah. And because it's Nick Patrick as well, you could say, like... Oh, fucking hell, he's massive, isn't he? That's the one advantage he's got in this is that he doesn't have to go over, uh, through the ropes. He can go over the ropes. Yeah. So people can't catch him unawares. Yeah, this is where Ryan's just going to get taken apart now. It's very standard. Yeah. It's very standard. Should have brought his Glock. <laughs> I have been, honestly, the, la the last week or so, Armed Anderson, it's been one of my favourite things. Armed Anderson. Yes, it's been a meme. Because, uh, basically, it is it is separated from Cody Rhodes. He says he don't want to coach a loser. I think he just got embarrassed by that ridiculously obnoxious cape he was wearing the pay-per-view before, uh, the week before. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking done. I've had enough of you. Uh... But yeah, it ba basically called, called him a loser and said like, it, if uh, if if somebody came to his car and tried robbing him, he'd take the Glock out out of his um, glove compartment and put it to put it to the red. 
Whereas Cody Rhodes just lets them shoot him. <laughs> That's basically it. Let, let some steal his car or what have you. It would basically. Why so would like, you wear a cape? Because it's Cody. That was come, kind of his comeback way. Yeah, it's because it's Cody Rhodes. I, I theorised that he thought because he's so he's such an arrogant prick that I, that he thought he was, he got invited to the Met Gala, and then realised he wasn't, so he just kept the cape for wrestling. Yeah, he just came out with it, and he like it took up most of the fucking ramp. It was like. For a guy that says, "Hang on a minute," for a guy that says, "I'd rather not, uh, rather retire than ever be a heel again," he just goes out his way to be then, such a they? prick. Yeah, they did make a. Yes, they did. They so they the started the countdown too early. I'm that early. For the next or like, Lex just was like, "Nope, too late." I, I'm just coming out. Maybe that's what it was being sold as. Lex just didn't give a shit mm. about the count. I mean, you can't get disqualified for it, so it works. This is a weird look for Lex as well because he usually wears white boots. Ah, yes, he does. He's in the black boots today. Really heelish look. Maybe he's the fourth man. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe he's pissed at Sting. So he's feeling a bit emo. Oh, we're going into colour. Feeling a bit emo. Yeah, we're going into the colour theory. Yeah. You know, fucking Breaking Bad colour theory with the uh, thingy with the older purple. Oh, I, yeah. <coughs> I read about that. Yeah, fucking, as people go. Yeah. You say that we talk about WCW, uh, we talk about Black Renovis so much on this podcast, but to be fair, Breaking Bad gets a hell of a lot of fucking air play as well. Yeah, ever since I, uh, I watched it, yeah. So who's it going to be, Hulk Hogan or the fourth man? Well, I'm going to go with the fourth man. Yeah, but that, that, the surprise has ruined them. It's, it's some, uh, Hogan's going to be behind, behind somebody's back like he usually does. Yeah. that's Because uh, he'll just, no, he'll just that, slink that, to the ring. Yeah, that's what the commentators just said, one of the commentators, so that were pretty... You know, just had to point it out, but yeah, it's, that's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> da, 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 that's Hulk. That's Hulk, folks. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's on his way, the same. Well, somebody just ran down. Yeah, they did. It's oh, wow. Up. Interesting. He's really going all in on the Hollywood gimmick now as well. He's actually got it written on his attire. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Macho. <laughs> oh, the crowd are fucking loving this. Yeah. Well, Hogan's getting the lashing of a lifetime here, isn't he? For them two. <laughs> and Lex has fucking spun around as well and forearm fucking Scott all in the face. But it's not worked. Is, is it weird for me to say... The moment Hogan's bandana comes off his head, it just ruins the gimmick a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that, but it's just a shame he can't keep it on. He'd have to literally super glue it to his head. He couldn't even put a bobby pin in his fucking... I don't know ear. why he just didn't shave it all off at some point. Ah, it could have been a thing. That's the gimmick, though. Isn't yeah, it? but it could have been a thing. He would have been looking like a tough man like Austin then. I don't think Hogan's ever been worried about looking like a tough man. <laughs> 
No, it's just it, the, it's, be, it's the market appeal. Yeah, he spent most of his career looking like a hot dog. I think at that point he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with this. And he still does. He looks like a monk. <laughs> he does a little bit. Unfortunately, he's too wild for a monk. <laughs> too obnoxious as well. And too sexually active. <laughs> That's true. 30 seconds remain and that's this is where it's going to get interesting now because obviously it's got to be Ric Flair or is it dun 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 oh leg drop you already know it's just teasing the, su the suspense for you Beth to be fair I got the Hogan one wrong he did yes but you're not going to be wrong I've seen highlights of this but here's Flair I don't think uh, Floyd being a pro the crowd is going fucking mental. Yeah, Floyd being a proper face here by actually getting in the ring on time. Literally, as it can see, or he's in. He's taking a night off from cheating. <laughs> Ooh, Hogan and Floyd, I like <laughs> this. Excuse me. <laughs> and it's not worked out organs on top <laughs> reversal there we go this is Fleur County so you're gonna get you know the Fleur's got the brass knucks oh, I hate the bloody split screen oh I hate the split screen, but this isn't as bad as it usually no, is on it, Nitro. It, That's got to be said. It, it is better. I just hate the split screen in general because it's still not big enough for me. No. You know, I, I think WWE, for all their fucking failings, they, it's one thing they've always gotten right because they put one screen above the other and like one to the left, one to the right, so you can fit it on a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. It works. Yeah. AEW do a good job of it, but then again, they've got they they've do. got bigger TV to work with. Bigger production. That's it. Bigger TV we, and fucking HD we, and everything like that. We've still got like the letterbox production here. Yeah. So it's gonna be Sting. For for who though? NWR. But he's gonna betray him. It's gonna be a double double cross. It's gonna be a double double cross. It doesn't make any sense why he said Lex. It wasn't. It me. Might be somebody else. They might have a new member. Might be Nick Patrick, like you said. Oh, the, the yeah, he, he, he just, he's just there. Uh, he can't be him, he can't wrestle. <laughs> right. I can just imagine that, uh, for some reason, it's got... Uh, it's Dave! I just imagine Nick Patrick just in corner, bent down, face away from the camera, just putting makeup on. That powerbomb almost completely fucking ruined Lex's life. His feet got caught on the fucking roof, and he nearly Sid vicious it. And it's Sting in now against Lex. There you what? go. What? I don't get it. You don't get it. Why would it be like, Lex, it wasn't me? And the crowd is flat. The crowd is flat. They're, they're pissed. The only thing that can save it is if Sting pins one of the... NWR. And there's two referees in here as well. That don't make no fucking sense, really. I mean, because there's another guy, so you've got to open the door for the other guy. Oh, it's Mark Curtis on the outside, isn't it? So you've got Anderson and Nick Patrick in the ring. 
Outside of red, John Arn Anderson. One minute to go. So who's going to come in now? Well, who knows? Because did Flair sort something out with a fourth guy? Will there be a fourth guy? You don't know. Shopmaster. This might just be it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking. Uh, <laughs> it, it, Super Callow 2.0. Yeah, tri trips over the fucking ring, uh, the apron. Oh, we've got to show. We've got to show Beth to Shopmaster at some point. Fucking hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Just, just a British bulldog. He fell on his bloody ass. <laughs> the time is gone. Yeah, it's because it were a minute. Oh shit! Not gonna do that. What are you doing? Why are you on the screen? Stinger splash in the corner. There's so many things I want to say, but I've got to wait a minute. I've got to wait. <laughs> what the fuck? They have an imposter. It's a fake sting. They have an imposter. But he looks like him. I fucking know. Until you see at that part when he when he does that reaction, it's a dead giveaway. But everything he did, this is what I wanted to say. The stinger splash, just everything he did, it looked like Sting. He wrestled yeah. like Sting. Oh and yeah. That. If you're in that crowd, you're thinking you think that's sting? that is Sting. Yes. You ain't fucking getting away from it. The only thing I could see is he was just stood there for a little bit by himself, like not doing anything. But he's also wearing a little bit more face paint as well to cover more of the yeah. face. <laughs> Comedy fucking... That was great. Can you so watch here. Who? They didn't believe him. And this, from my knowledge is the last we see of Sting in the ring for 18 months. Because this, really? this is where we get the transition. From. He's gone. He's hanging in the rafters. He's getting a dark, dark, you know, he's, he's going all dark-sided. He's becoming the crow. He's becoming a lone wolf. This is going to be a long 18 months for me and Mark, because... I've got to say, like, oh, no. the one thing I said about about this is that I got to witness Sting at his most athletic. You know, at Pete Sting is what what many people call he's like wrestling in anyway because he slows down after this. You know, to sell the darker persona, but yeah, the Sting at his his greatest. So who's the fake fucking Sting? He's a wrestler oh, called yeah. He's a wrestler called Jeff Farmer. He looks like yeah, him. they did a. That's why he's been hired. Th that's look at that. Kevin Nash is stuck with fucking cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they did a he's really fucking, fucking good job of this. A real good job of it. It's fucking brilliant. It's over. Why Lex, is it over? Lex has tapped to the Scorpion Deathlock by the fake sting with, or the NWO sting, if you want to call him. With that. 
a Hogan. Having him in a headlock. You don't get to woo. <laughs> Best being worked. You don't get to woo. <laughs> to be fair, Sting does woo. He's a woo girl. Woo. Yeah, Beth. Sting is a woo girl. Yeah, I, I never... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But I don't... Holy shit! No! No one! Oh, that looks I mean, beautiful. it's a fucking, <laughs> fucking it's an innovative way to fucking hurt somebody. I was it? generally fucking frightened for him, and then he's fucking like, <laughs> falling down between getting stuck. Oh my god. Uh, Lex reaching out for Sting. He's defeated. Fucking. Oh my god, this is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. WCW just looks so defeated. The silence is fucking deafening from your end. I just fucking lose myself in it, mate. I, I, it just I was on so about Beth. On. I was on about Beth. All like, right. I don't understand how Ric Flair and Sting have the same thing and both get the gimmick. The... I know. Oh, he's savage. Woo! Macho's here. Woo! Because Macho's it's a different here, kind of. take Hogan all the way down it's to the It's a different ring. kind of woo, Oof. by the way. It's a different. Info yeah, but it's. it's Sting's still a is woo. an owl. Yeah, it's, it's more of an owl. It's a woo. It's more of an owl, but it just. It's more like a, a bird call, yeah. almost. You know, the. Uh, what a sting, uh, you know, Scorpion does. Woo! Or, oh! I really want to see Savage batter him. This is, this is basically building up for... Oh my god, he's a giant. This is so good for a pay-per-view, you know. Fuck me. If you see all this as a crowd, you, you're fucking going home. You're just going to vigorously masturbate for the next fucking 48 hours. All of it's just fucking so well done. Yeah. Oof. And it just... I feel really bad for Savage. It makes WCW look so defeated. Like, they just don't have anything left. Yeah. But he goes, he goes to creative and says, no, 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 we'll, let's do this, let's do this. It's Macho that fucking says this sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, it... it Eric Bischoff and every, everybody like that, they what? probably would have just fucking left it. Why is Elizabeth coming to the ring? She's checking on her, well, her ex-husband here. Yeah, they're trying to break away from the fucking storylines here. They're just trying to, they're trying to fucking... Swerve. Um, Elizabeth joins the NWO. <laughs> Why would she want to make sure Savage is alright? Maybe just in... Are they trying to say that she still loves him and cares basi about him a bit? Basically, yeah, just in... in in tough times, like you just realise who you love and things like that, you know. That, that, I think that's a, well, that's Enan, the whole point. Enan just said she's she's still in love with them. Oh Jesus me. Christ! She basically, I, in in a way, my interpretation is that it weren't that she just didn't love Savage. She just Rick just bought her out, basically. is quite sweet in a way 
I don't even know what he's just, he's just sprayed. There were two hashtags. NWOHH. It looked like there were two hashtags. It looked like there were two hashtags. Yeah. <laughs> you should know that with the end of his tweets. Yeah. HH. Yeah. And the first ever time was HH on Elizabeth's, Elizabeth's bottom. Hogan sucks chance. Crowd cheering, apparently. No, they don't. Got a promo. Fucking hell, Tony actually shooting. Yeah. <laughs> That's very real. Very fucking real, is that? Whoa. Trash in the ring again. Seriously, Mark, I just want to put on Nitro after this and watch it. <laughs> we won't be recording for another couple of weeks, and I'm ready just to jump right into Nitro, because that's the effect of this. Dude, we can record next week. We can record Monday if you want. Ooh, there's an idea. <laughs> See, I ain't got an early on Tuesday, so... That's it, and I'm off on Monday. I think I might actually start jumping into that. I think I know what Monday is as well. I think it's the infamous Sting promo. Could be wrong, because they might space it out a little bit, but I'm pretty sure it is. I was just about to say, why why would they not spread all over the WC logo on the map? But they actually have. I've actually missed that a yeah. little bit. Thank you for that movie contract too. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! They are why? They're really adding insult to injury. <laughs> what the fuck is Hogan doing? <laughs> oh my god! 
And uh, I don't know why the Giant were doing Scott Hall's thing there. Kevin Nash assaulting Randy Anderson, who was trying to protect Elizabeth. Is he going to choke Sammy? This is really threatening. Well, they've moved away from it anyway. It is when you get Kevin Nash and the Giant right in front of you. Like, you ain't seeing past them, are you? Yeah, I'll just stand there and do nothing. And you can tell they're loving it as well. They're loving the reaction they're getting from the crowd by being bad guys. Which is what you really want as a bad guy. You just want to get that reaction. Very hard. Yeah. I don't think I could be a heel. I'd hate the hate. I think that's a lot of thing that people just... Why they don't want to be heels, but... I mean, you you do have to have a tough resolve, particularly in the, it, at this point. Yeah, you do have to have a tough resolve. I think nowadays it's hard to fucking get booed as a heel. Really hard. Here they come. Time to take over the commentary booth, and Tony's just like, "Yeah, this happens on a weekly basis. You guys have it. I'm not bothered." See, I like that someone actually brought that sign and they're just yeah. using it. They're just using it. That didn't work, did Doesn't it? fit on no, his it head. Doesn't, really doesn't fit on his head, bless. You didn't do fucking anything, mate. Piss off. <laughs> He's just financed all this. Where fucking can just bounced off his head. Oh, really fucking... Is this the one where the can hits Scott Hall's head and he's like... Not a... Doesn't no, even move. One just hit DBRC and head and he didn't Yeah, move. he just bounced off like... Dink. Savage sells so well. Yeah, he does. One of the best there ever has been because of that. Always committed. Always fucking committed to everything. Just fucking didn't do things by halves, did he? No. And to think Vince was fucking Vince, what was it, two years ago at that point saying, yeah. nah, you're, Macho, just be a commentator. Yeah, you're a commentator and of all the people you don't want on commentary, it's fucking Savage because of his voice. <laughs> it just didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just didn't work. And we get the credits. As always, the fucking credits. Um, to to give thanks to everybody who was fucking producing this thing. But yeah, they soon do away with this as well, which is a fucking... Yeah, because it, it does seem a bit like... I don't know, like... Leaning into being a TV show just a little bit too much, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doug Dillinger. Yeah. Like you just watched the fucking... I don't know, that's how you spell his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So, what do we think, guys? How was yeah. that? Was that all right? Yeah, good pair for you. Good, but it's left a bad taste in my mouth. Which is it's left a bad taste exactly, which is what it should do. It's what it should do. It's done, they've done a fucking good job of that. A real good job. Gotta say the fact that you know, fucking what, twenty-five years after the fact, and this can still work, people. Goes to show how well yeah. done it was. Because I, I, yeah. I think you'd be. F- uh, hard pressed to find something you know find a TV show even AEW where there's actually something works a, a new fan to that extent for some reason there's just that mm. little aura missing and I think obviously NGF is the closest that we've really come so, to it like that but I don't like him exact- I think he's rubbish I think he's not believable his acting's terrible. MJF. No. Yeah, I don't like him. I think the he's. Uh, I think he's crap. This is controversial shit, man. He's not. I literally right now hate Hulk Hogan <laughs> for doing that to Macho Man. MJF. He's just kind of like I'm an annoying guy. I think that's going back to what I was saying. In comparison. Yeah, I mean MJF does work a lot of people. I find. But he's not actually working Beth in that sense. She just thinks he's rubbish in general. So it's like, it's not heat, it's go away heat. Kind of like X-Pac in WWE, basically. That's, that really underscores what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, the I fact just, that she's... Like, he's an okay wrestler. Yeah. But he's just... He's supposed to be a bad guy, but to me, he's just coming off across as like a little bit arrogant and a bit annoying. Yeah, just and that's more it. of a douche than a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. See, that that's... A, I guess it's an open to interpretation, you know. But... Yeah, th- this is what what we're at here. Like, this is what I was getting I think, at. Fucking Hulk Hogan. I think there's something to be said for the commitment of the wrestler and their acting. Now, I'm not saying any of these guys are the best actors in the world, because they're not. But the well, you're commi- about the Giants, a great actor. He was in committed. that movie for 45 seconds. <laughs> like Savage, like Sting, like L- Luger even. L- yeah, very good performance. L- Luger did a good performance. Luger's like top of his game here. The committed to portraying the storyline. Now, in AEW, there's some cool shit going on, but I'm not, from what I've seen, there's nothing that's hooked me in to a storyline or made me care that much, as much as what I've just watched now. Yeah, I think, I get what you're saying. MGF does come across like, more like he just likes saying controversial shit than being a heel. At times he does, yes, I get that. I do get that a little bit. Um... That that said, like it's you like know, you said though, it's it's hard. It's hard in this. It day is age hard to do that Very hard. Mm. You know, it's because even MJF's got his fans, and even though he'll tell those fans to fuck off, he'll literally say that. Yeah, they're still going to be his fans That's... because they enjoy they enjoy his arrogance and they enjoy what he's doing. I'm I'm the same. He'd tell me to fuck off, but I'd just be like, yeah, I get it. I was like that with Bully Ray. Like I I I thought Bully Ray was arguably one of the best characters in the business at that time when he'd just probably been Bully Ray for about six months because he was arrogant, he was a prick. He was basically himself, from what I've heard, in real life. Yeah, he, but he was doing it so Bully well. Ray's a fucking knobhead. We all know that. No, but there's, yeah. there's this thing about Sting. So there's people that are, who'd be pissed at him that, that he bailed on them and could have helped them win. But then there's people who will understand um, why you bailed. It's multifaceted. Yeah. So you've yeah. got people on every side. Yeah. Whereas now, 
I don't think the characters are fully fleshed out. Because it's hard. It's hard to do in twenty. Yeah, that that's the thing with with social media where it's at, and you know, just the knowledge of wrestling in general. It's it, yep. it's just more open. They're like when I were a kid and introduced to wrestling, you know, I genuinely believed it were real. But I know, but now nowadays it's. I'm just a grown of, adult, and I watch AEW with the same eyes as I'm watching this. It's new and fresh to me. I've never seen it before. Yes. Yeah, but you still you still know that all of it is predetermined. Blah blah blah. Back in 1996, yeah, that was still the point. Taboo. Is that was still is now? I'm watching it now, and they're making me believe it. I think that I think that's because I watch AEW and I don't believe what, it. I, I think because it was just so easier to make it look believable back in 1996 as well. They were yeah. living in a moment where the, it it just felt real by what they were doing, just because people but genuinely I'm believed watching it. it. Yeah, now. that's that because you're putting yourself in a mindset of what it would be like in 1996. You you but I'm you, not. You're not but you kind of are because you're watching something from 1996. But it's not overly polished. It's in four three. It's it's very compressed down. But you might you might be doing it subconsciously. But you are you do go into it with a mentality of. Um, I just what, what, what I'm when saying. It's, when you're what I'm saying. Like, no, I agree with what Beth is saying. But what I'm saying is nowadays they're having to try too hard to make it look real. So it doesn't come across yeah. as authentic. Back in 1996, they didn't have to try hard to make it look real. They, that what we've seen tonight was a very simple thing when you look at it on paper. But everybody knows. But everybody, yeah. So why? Every, does it everybody matter? knows. But back in 1996, it wasn't as common knowledge. Kids in there, they, they didn't know it were real. Even some adults didn't know it, it weren't real back then. It was just easier to believe. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's for you guys because you watched it at the time I didn't and watch you thought it, it was at the time. when did you watch that first I don't but know. what i'm saying I saw highlights i never saw the pay-per-view you can get the pay-per-views for free. Mm. Mm. so you saw the highlights but you still thought it was real but my point the only <sighs> people people only realized that wrestling was fake during the steroid trial yeah that was when wrestling was exposed but as don't fake. take me to See, I always had an awareness that it my wasn't point, real, real. My point is, my point is, it's not whether we think as people, us three, believe that it's real or not. My point is that they didn't have to put in too much effort. So when, because they didn't have to put yeah, too much effort, it looked more real. It looked more authentic. Nowadays, it doesn't look as authentic. That's what I'm getting at. So I, I can, I un I, that's why it's I so much know. easier to believe that. It's so much easier to believe that. Like... Even as a newer fan, I'd believe that more than a lot of things that are, that they do today. Not because I know it's I don't real. Think it's I, that. I think it's, I think it's the storylines, and I think it's the wrestlers' yeah, commitment. That's what I mean. Like I said, the storyline it felt more real because they didn't really need to put any effort into it. You know, it did, they didn't. They try too hard nowadays. That's the problem. When you try too hard on something, it doesn't come across as authentic. It comes across as overly polished, overly, overly produced, and just generally looks managed yeah the micro managed too much that's that's yeah. the correct term the micro managed WWE particularly nowadays I, I mean when it comes to AEW the only thing that I've seen that I've really enjoyed has been anything to do with um, Sting and Darby Allen that's just because you're a little Sting fangirl now no but even Darby Allen he's <laughs> not a wrestler but he sells it and he's doing dangerous shit and pulling it off. 
Yeah, and and the and the elite and the elite itself, it's kind of like it, it's just NWO basically. It's NWO, it's DX. It's it, they're basically just playing into what's being done, you know. And they, and they openly acknowledge that as well. They basically, yeah, we're we're basically just doing that, doing everything that we've seen before. This is why they do the two sweet hand signal because they're basically in their in their gimmick, they're mocking NWO, they're mocking DX. Which DX was a rip-off of NWO anyway. Um, yeah, they're, they're basically playing into it. But because they're doing that, you know, some people just, like, like a newer fan would probably not enjoy that as much as, like, a fan that's in on it and just knows what they're doing and just accepts it. it you know, yeah, I, I, accepts, I just find it interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting tomic, uh, topic. To something from 1996 can make me care and be invested. And something from now. Yeah, I, I just think it's because this it's, is again. You've got to remember th- that is fucking massively important yeah. to even seeing wrestling today. That everything that's happening now, including that pay per view, which is a fucking massive part of Sting's character in particular. But everything but I else, don't know that, that is a, yeah. Well, you do now because you're seeing it now and you're thinking, fucking hell, that's really good. But that's what that's why so many people started watching wrestling in the mid to late nineties is because of shit like that because it completely changed the business. Completely and they need to change it. it again. It's hard to do. It's hard to do because that was that had never really been done before. And if you do it now again, everybody's just like, "Oh, you're trying the NWO thing." Yeah, again. and and that has been. So you've got to find that one thing that that that's new. And it's and it's the same in fucking. It's the same in music, same in TV, same in wrestling. It's the same in everything. Everything's been. Done. Also, also, it's, it's that one every thing. now and then. Also, there's one thing I want to bring up. No matter what the fucking stable it is nowadays, if there's a heel stable, automatically the fans go, "Oh, they're just doing what NWO did," even if they're unique. They said that about the yeah. shield, and that's a fan problem. Oh, the fans in the in majority tend to do that. They just compare shit all the time, so that makes it even harder for 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 wrestlers to actually be somebody else when they're not trying to be somebody else. They're trying to be themselves, but the fans are automatically jumping to the shitty conclusion and city assumptions that they're just retread uh, in the same water. When they need to take it a little less seriously, I, I just think it's harder it because it, it happens in and everything. Just enjoy it's not just it and wrestling. have fun. It's, not it's just fans wrestling. that it need to. Music. Yeah, everybody gets compared. Well, it to yeah, it's fans. It doesn't matter. Somebody puts out a rock and roll record that's yeah, it's you know similar to AC/DC. That, that's it's it. A good but record. the thing, it's a good record. It shouldn't matter. The thing is with wrestling fans you do the same if, if, a, if a band comes out wearing white and black face paint you could you would do the same you'd say they're just trying to be kiss yeah but if the music's good I'm still going to enjoy yeah. it yeah but you'd still say they're trying to but be but the kiss. thing is everybody the does problem it is, everybody does it's not just Mark, wrestling fans the problem is though wrestling fans <clears throat> compare shit that aren't even comparable they compared the Wyatt family to the Shield uh, to, uh, to the NWR. They compared the Shield to the NWR. Now, I can understand the Shield a little bit, but it was, yeah. it, it was okay. definitely its own fucking thing. Whereas uh, the White family, in no way, shape, or form, looked or acted like the NWR, but just because they no. were trying to take over, what have you, they're the NWR. And it's like, it's not. It's definitely no. not. They, tr- they, they, they did this with Aces and Eights as well. Oh, yeah, they're ripping off NWR. No, they're not. They're ripping off Sons of Anarchy. That's literally what they were doing. They were being Sons of Anarchy. Everything they did was was Sons of Anarchy. It was biker gangs. You know, their the, the main goal was pretty similar to the NWO, but they weren't acting like the NWO. They weren't too sweet in all this, and, and, you know, just adding any old fucker to the group. Though they did eventually start doing that, but 
It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't what they, they they were intended on. They just got lost. They lost track in in what worked in previously, which is another problem as well. But yeah, I think just fans in general just they like to compare things for the sake of comparing. They, it, it, they do it all the time. Uh, John, uh, John, Joy, uh, not Joey Mercury, but John Morrison. Oh, he's the next Shawn Michaels. He's the next Shawn Michaels. Why are you saying that? He's nothing like Shawn Michaels. Just let him be the first John Morrison and the only John Morrison. If you keep comparing, then you're never going to enjoy it because you're not living up to your high expectations. This is a problem with wrestling fans in general. It's just how they are. They, they just, and I think it's because WWE have spoiled fans with all the all the trick backs to the nostalgia as well. It's like I'll you can never, you, you can never escape Brian. it. You can never escape it. That's the problem. So sometimes as a musician, you go to a gig to watch and you know who the other musicians are because they stood there with their arms folded, pointing at the gear, looking and not generally enjoying themselves. Yeah. So because they're a musician and they have the knowledge, they're being hypercritical of what's in front of them rather than being down the front, banging their head and just enjoying the moment and the music so I think the issue with wrestling fans is because they've seen it all before and there's such a long history they feel like they can analyse and pick apart anything that's put before yeah, them even though, rather than just enjoying even, the experience even though some of the shit they haven't seen before they just like to make shitty analogies because it's a dumb thing That's what the shitty yeah because they like to feel like they know better that's than basically it's not because they have the knowledge they'd like to think they've got the knowledge when they haven't they just you and just, now, obviously, you have wrestling fans listening to this podcast. We're not meaning to offend anybody, but I'd like to think out if they're still if they're still listening, they've already heard more most of this anyway. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we blame wrestling fans for the state of wrestling but quite I'm, a lot I'm, on this podcast. I know, I <laughs> the thing is, though, is like you, you got. <laughs> I, I like to think that it's a louder minority than a louder majority. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. the case because it, it's. It's all prevalent in social media, and social media, it's like, the one thing I do like about AEW fans, regardless of what, what you think of the product, or, you put, or the storylines, or whatever, they actually go there just to enjoy the wrestling. They really do. Yeah. It's like yeah. some of the crowds recently on AEW, they've, I, it, I, I, I tweeted out about it, I've said it on this on this yeah, podcast, the crowds you, and it felt go. like a wrestling show, because the crowd yeah. were actually actively a part of it. Whereas WWE fans, a lot of them just seem to be arms folded. They're just stuck in a rut. They just they they watch it just because they're in a routine and they've been in that routine for a while and hoping that it gets better. When they might give, you know, WWE might give them a little sliver of hope and then just like take it away from them again because they do that. They generally have done for years now at this point. I've been a victim of that myself. You know, that's why I don't watch WWE anymore. Even I might watch the odd match if it's good or things like that. Generally, just don't give a shit though. Just no interest. Um, yeah, it, it, that that's a, a been a problem for a while. I also think WWE's overproduction kind of dubs over the crowd a little bit too much as well because it definitely does. It's overly polished, which doesn't help. But yeah, the, WWE just yeah. doesn't feel like a wrestling show for the most part. AEW actually feels like no. a wrestling show because the crowd are actually into it and they're generally enjoying what they're seeing. And that's what wrestling should be about, you know. Yeah, just... Well, look at that. This 
pay-per-view from 1996 has opened up a discussion between the three of us with regards to current wrestling, past wrestling and possibly future wrestling. So that goes to show all you folks out there that didn't watch this along with us just how fucking good this pay-per-view was or this time was or this angle was particularly at the end. Definitely the angle. Um, Definitely the angle for yeah. me. And it's only going to get better, as Brian just said, he wants to watch the, second, the next Nitro like straight away, but we are going to hang fire ever so slightly, and we will get that one in the can ASAP, and obviously it will be there on your favourite podcast networks as soon as we get it up. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say thank you now, because it's nearly dead on three hours, and I'd like to be OCD about this and say thank you very much <laughs> on the three hour mark to Beth Blade and to Brian Bradshaw um, we're just going to sign out at NitrogenCast at BBATBD official on your social media networks uh, and you can buy their new vinyl from their website BethBladeAndTheBeautifulDisasters.com you can catch us at NitrogenCast.com and we will see you for another episode of the Nitrogen Podcast <laughs> <laughs>